check. Hey, Darren, give me a check. Check, check, check. Hello. Good morning. Man, your voice sounds deep. It's a morning, morning voice. Man, I've been awake too long. That's what it is. <laughs> oh man, he's like, "Good morning. How's good everybody morning. doing?" Sounds good. Let me get a get a check. Uh, check, check. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Check. Uh, do I need to bring this closer? Yeah, probably. Right. Just a, just a little bit closer. You can angle it up wherever you need to. All right. Is this better? Perfect. Cool. Most I know you know how to handle mics. Most people. Believe it or not, <laughs> do not handle do a they, microphone. Do they do the chocolate rain? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Man, I missed that. That was a good time yeah. in the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, memes weren't even a thing yet. And that was like, uh, I guess that was one. But you ready, Ethan? Yep. Going live. Wait. Let me swap. Uh, Auto swap. Let's go. Good morning. It's 9.02 on a Friday morning. I'm excited because we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be talking League City business this morning, and we're about to go ahead and switch it on the FM and get into this. I got I got some guests in studio. I got uh, Danny D's Guitar Hacienda. What's up, man? How's it going, man? I'm doing good. I'm excited you're here, and I've been hoping and wanting this moment to take place for a long time. So if you're watching on Facebook, share this out. I'm going to go ahead and pop us on the FM. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. I'm Gardy. I got my good friend Darian in studio as well helping me out. Darian, what's up? Good morning. It's Darian here. Good to be on. Dude, your voice sounds like it's putting mine to shame, so I'm a little bit concerned that I may be out of a job after today when people hear this. Hey, man, I'll, I'll get back to my, my normal stuff after we're, after we're done here this morning. There's no nothing to fear <laughs> this morning. Yeah, there's no fear being spread today, but we are going to be spreading some positivity. We're going to be talking about the community as we have uh, Leak City Business being the topic. So if you are an entrepreneur or you're local and want to learn about some business that's been going on for a while, this is your opportunity. I got a guest. Uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then kind of share what you have going on here in the area. Cool. Uh, my name is Deacon, uh, manager over at Danny D's Guitar Hacienda in League City, right off of the corner of Highway 3 and 518. Uh, we're a local music shop, um, repair shop, pretty much uh, all in one thing for guitar players, mostly uh, just stringed instruments yeah you know and y'all been there for for a good a good amount of time huh we've been in that location for about 15 years now okay how long have you been in the area we touched a little bit on this before are, are you originally from the the galveston county area um me personally i grew up in this area i went to clear creek high school um but then i went to uh, i lived in san antonio for about eight years yeah so because I asked you, I was like, hey, did you find it okay? And you're like, I don't think I've ever been to Lamarck before. Right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this is new to me. But there's so many small little cities here that yeah. uh, you get confused. Dickinson, Texas City, Lamarck. Yeah. And San Antonio, it's just San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, but San Antonio uh, has a lot of good stuff. Do they have a good music scene over there? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the, a different music, but yeah, definitely a good music scene. And if you're not into it you can go 30 minutes or an hour away to austin or san marcus and find something you do like yeah i i played years ago at the white rabbit in yeah. in san antonio this was like 2000 maybe 2005 or something is it still a venue i believe so uh, i think it's like a metal venue mostly yeah we weren't metal but yeah. we played with a bunch of metal bands and that was a mistake you know when you're like the one <laughs> band that sticks out on the on the bill yeah, sometimes everybody's like, "Oh yeah, let's see this," and then it's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I like this or not." Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to it when you're when you're the only non-metal band on a metal <laughs> band bill. 
uh, it tends to be that's the band that wins the battle of the bands and stuff. Like, let's pick the one band that's not screaming. Yes. That, I've seen that happen multiple times. Yeah. So I got Darian here in studio. He's on staff here at, at Abundant Life, and you've been playing guitar for a long time, right? Uh, yes. So I'm 22. I've been playing for 12 years. So, I mean, that's... Longer than you've been not playing guitar. Exactly. At this point, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool to say. But yeah, I, I am. I do I do play. And actually, um, I do all, pretty much all my shopping at, at Danny D's. I don't know if you. I don't yeah, know if you I've recognize seen you me, in but, there but um, multiple times. Why? Why is that? Um, because I don't like. Uh, I'm gonna get a little personal here. Uh oh, here we okay, go. I don't, Let's I don't, do it. Let's bust it open. I don't like going into Guitar Center and hearing <laughs> "Smoke on the Water" thirty times. Um, no, not not really. But the first time I, I drove by, I moved into the area in the Webster area. And so and of course, I was going to church out here and, and now, I, now I work here. And so whenever I was driving by it one day, I just I just popped in and it was it was something I, I really, really enjoyed being in there. You guys are really cool uh, and easy to work with. And so I just I do all my shopping there now. Well, yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. yeah being sure. a, you know, uh, I'm going to call it like a family owned local locally owned business it's not like a, a monster yeah it's music definitely store. mom and pop yeah and, it, and there is a difference in in your opinion why should somebody look into going into like a mom and pop shop instead of you know ordering something online or going into like the big chains i think i think guitars in general are one of those items that people still don't feel comfortable shopping and buying online uh people blow out of proportion that you know People are buying their guitars online everywhere, but it still makes up such a small margin yeah. of all guitar sales. And I think it's because a guitar is a personal thing. It's an extension of yourself. And, um, you know, people people get used to there's everyone has multiple instruments, but it's something you don't I don't know how many times somebody's coming to the shop with the idea in their head that they wanted a specific guitar mm -hmm. and when they started playing it it didn't feel right at all and they left with a completely opposite one and um i think that's kind of the the idea is you don't know until you play it yeah and um i think at a small shop we can give you the attention of selling you something that's right for you whereas when you go to the bigger chain stores they're gonna try to sell you whatever they make the most money on and, and it probably depends on the brand. Like, hey, this this month, you know, I'm gonna say Fender is doing this deal, or Gibson's doing right. this, or let's sell, sell some Schecters this year. Which one has the biggest gross on it, or, or yeah. something? I don't know how many small kids have come into the shop with their first guitars, and it's a big old Yamaha Dreadnought from a store like that. And it's like, well, maybe you should have started them with a three quarter size or yeah. an OM. Or kids, you'd be shocked, but so many kids come in with a with their first electric guitar and it's got a Floyd Rose on it. These kids can't even tune their guitars with those things on it. I mean, it's 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 shocking how many times that happens. Yeah. So. How long have you been playing? How long have you been doing music? Uh, I started when I was around 13. I started off on bass. Um, I'm 31 now, so about 18 years. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I've been playing. I, I played in Austin and San Marcos a lot, San Antonio growing up. Uh, I was in a metal band here back in high school, like most kids. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was a fun scene back then. Uh, now I'm playing more, you know, R&B and soul and kind of. Hey, I feel like Darian kind of, I mean, w is that fair to say? I was like, man, I could see Darian, like, getting some guitar riffs on some R&B and soul. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because 
the who I who got me into music was actually my my parents. They met in a band. They were in a metal band in, nice. the, in the in the early '90s. And so, whenever I first playing started playing guitar, I started playing metal. But then I got into jazz band in school, and then like over time, like I kind of switched into like this kind of bluesy jazz stuff. Like, so it's really interesting that a lot of a lot of guitar players take the same the same route. They start off as like these these shredders that just want to learn like all the cool solos, and then they really learn the instrument and they're like oh man well they turn off you turn off the distortion and you're playing it like i don't know there's a lot of technicality in both right yeah for sure yeah a lot of metal guys nowadays you ask them what they're playing and they'll say like oh i'm playing jazz but it's (laughs) it's just jazz with high gain on it and stuff and i've heard you in the shop before and uh, it seems like you kind of have that neo soul jazzy kind of vibe that's Mm -hmm. what i'm going for at least so a good thing that works how does that go because i'm sure there's you know Darren, you mentioned earlier at a music store, you walk into maybe a big one and you hear smoke on the water or this like the same, you know, there's jokes like, hey, no stairway to heaven. You know, being in a music store, working there, enjoying it, going home and playing more music. Is there ever a point where you're like, okay, that's all right, guys, you know, like I can't take this song anymore. Honestly, no, Um, I never get tired of music like it's still my job, but um I don't none of our employees just really sit around and play guitar all day so I don't get tired of playing guitar um, if I get tired of guitar I'll switch to ukulele or I'll play drums or something like that yeah but I, I don't think uh, um, like real musicians really get tired of talking about music and playing music and I mean Danny's been doing this for 40 years and the guy still geeks out over a new ukulele I mean, <laughs> so I mean yeah, you just don't get tired of it. Yeah, I don't think. So we're talking about uh, Danny T's guitar hacienda over in Leak City, off of Highway Three, right there at the intersection of Five Eighteen. And I will say this: that uh, Danny has like a, a great reputation in the area. If you want to get a, a guitar repaired, that's where you go. You know, and he realizes that, right? Like, right. you know, he, that reputation. I'm sure he's he's worked, like you said, forty years. Yeah, doing what he does to to master his craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his, it's really the backbone of the business. Uh, we're one of the only uh, certified Martin and Taylor repair centers in this area. Uh, we get people from as far as Louisiana coming in to bring their Martins and Taylors. And Danny's really, he started off doing, you know, repairs just on his own at uh, Mr. T's Pick and Parlor in Seabrook. And um, Are they still there? No, he bought it out and, and it ended up being Danny D's Music wow. Center. And then... Throughout the years, he was like, okay, I'm getting rid of the drums. No longer music center. Let's focus on strings. But he was one of the first certified Martin repairmen uh, for, at the first symposium. So he takes the necks off. He does everything structural. Yeah, that seems like it's, you know, to be able to earn that that status and get the stamp of approval from a, a big, huge brand like that that puts out quality instruments, I'm sure they just don't, they don't hand those out. Right. I, I remember I was talking to, um, I went to California for the dealer show in February and some of the other managers and owners of the shops were saying that people come into them to bring their Martins that they've sold and they've been trying for years to become a certified warranty center but they can't do it and so they have to just do the paperwork and then send it back to Martin yeah and they're they're really big shops that everyone knows and they can't get certified by it yeah, y'all have a great, well, you know, it comes to acoustic guitars, you know, Martins and Taylors. Y'all have a huge selection. Yeah, we really do. And it's really nice guitars, guitars I could never afford, but y'all let me come in and play them. You know, <laughs> I yeah. can pick it up and I can strum on it. Um, you know, that that's really, that's cool because a lot of places, you know, maybe a little bit too much, you know, over your shoulder and, and, and rightfully so. Right. 
Yeah, I think that's you got to find a, a good balance of that. I've had my, uh, you know, horror stories of going to guitar stores. Um, I'm one of those people that whenever I go in a new city, I'm like, I want to check out the guitar store. And there's one, there's certain places where someone's hovering over you. Uh, there's ones where you can't even flag somebody down. You can't beg someone to give you any attention. Um, there's a there's a story of the uh, Martin factory in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. There's a little tiny guitar shop uh, right outside of um, of the the factory, mm-hmm. and those guys actually make you wear an apron if you're gonna play a guitar. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I've heard and seen it all, and I try to do. Obviously, we want to make sure none of our guitars that get damaged or anything like that. But we're not gonna sit on your lap or sit next to you to. <laughs> you know make sure that doesn't happen we want you to enjoy it and play it yeah that's cool darren you're a fender guy up through and through right all the way even even acoustics i do like their acoustics yes even with the fender headstock that that makes them that makes them cooler to me that trips me out what do you think about that i like the fender headstocks on the acoustics um i love martin's i love taylor's but i think fender kind of gives you something different it gives you different flavor uh, they got really good electronics in them right off the back, which is a nice feature. But the it takes a little while to get used to the headstock. But I actually have a ukulele with the four in line headstock like mm-hmm. that, so you you get used to it. Hey, what are some upcoming events at, at Danny D's? I I stopped in yesterday, and I think I I can't remember exactly, but there's another major manufacturer holding a workshop or something. Yeah, like we're that. having the uh, Taylor Road Show in November. Uh, that's always one of our biggest events when we have them. Uh, it's basically where uh, some artists, Taylor artists, and um, people from the factory come in, and they kind of tell you the difference between all the models. There's sometimes upwards of 30 and 40 custom tailors there, like really weird stuff that you just wouldn't see anywhere else. Um, and there's like special deals and, and kind of one-off runs and usually really good playing that showcases some of their newer products too. Do they got to do any uh, like question and answer things? Yeah, All there's kinds of definitely stuff? Q&As, uh, free free strings, free shirts, uh, you know, things like that. And they're elixir strings, so get you a free $17 pack of strings. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, that's what they, they come from the manufacturer. With, that right? is, yeah. You told me that. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. That's why I started buying some elixir strings. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, a lot of people will go and pick up another brand, and then they'll pick up a tailor, and they'll say it feels so much better. And I think that has to do with the strings. You know, it's they got that slicker feel. Yeah. So people, it gives that guitar an edge. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. You know, y'all have a huge selection of, of all kinds of brands. Uh, there was even a brand in there that I I had never heard of. You know, I've been introduced, but I was picking it up, and I was like, hey, these, these look cool. You know, who gets to decide? Is that you going to these shows and, and just picking like, hey, we're going to carry these, or let's try these out. It's awesome. Yeah, I think. Danny's always had a really good eye for guitars. He's great at picking them out. Uh, the only, I mean, you're not going to be able to guess what everybody's into, but he's got as good of an eye as anybody of what a cool guitar is. And if anything, he, he will pick one that's too cool, you know? And yeah. uh, so uh, over the last couple of years, he's kind of helped me uh, do that too. And we go to the NAMM show and uh, we kind of go in there with a with a goal and a mindset of different brands we want to carry. Uh, last year we started. Uh, I wanted more pedal companies, uh, so I brought in JHS and Walrus Audio. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we had just gotten Strymon about two years ago, which big for worship musicians. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you kind of fall into one. Uh, I remember we had a little bit of time to kill between sets, and I I saw the Westminster effects uh, who make the chick delay pedal and all these kind of weird. They're, they're made for worship musicians, but they're all uh, based off of old, uh, you know, events in religious history, but they're just real funny, and it's two guys in North Carolina, and we brought them in, and, um, you know, I think they said we're their first dealer in Texas. That's cool. Uh, but Danny Danny is like, he recognizes the hustle a little bit, and he, he likes to bring in unrecognized brands every, every once in a while, too. Yeah. Are there any new brands? Because I'm trying to remember the one. It's like if you walk into the back room and look to the left on that wall right there, they look really cool. And I can't remember the name of the brand. McPherson? I can't remember. Or uh, Breedlove? No. We are a McPherson dealer. Uh, we're one of the few in Texas. Um, those are kind of your your top-of-the-line acoustic. Like, well, not in the acoustic, in the electric room. Like if you oh, walk Eastwood? Maybe. May uh, possibly Eastwood. We did bring them in recently. They look crazy. Yeah. Like, they make really alternative guitars. It's like a. It looks like it could be like a half Rickenbacker, half like yeah. old school Gibson or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we brought them in um, a, a while back, and they make really weird ones. They actually buy the rights to old designs, like old Moss rights and and things like that. Like they just released uh, the Prince guitar, the the mm. Mad Cat Telly. Yeah. But they do limited runs of small batches and. They're really kind of funky and cool, and that's cool. Yeah, we wanted something that was just not a strat. Yeah, we love strats, but we wanted something <laughs> weird. Yeah, Darian, you know you're a big strat guy, and obviously play a lot of worship, but you have ventured out. I think you 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 traded in some gear at Danny D's that apparently I've been playing <coughs> on. I found out. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a funny story. So interestingly enough, I was looking for a a, a good semi hollow, mm-hmm. and um there was there was a couple of the guilds in there I was playing. Um, and there was a, a Gretsch I was playing. And then I saw this other one. It's this Samick guitar. I'd never, never seen them, never heard of them. And so I picked it up and I was playing it and I was looking at the, at the price tag and it's like, man, that like, like the amount of money and difference, that's not the amount of difference in like sound or playing quality. Right. And so I was playing, I was like, man, this is a really, this is a really solid guitar. And so I ended up trading in one of my amps and purchasing that guitar and then, he was like, man, yeah, I was in there uh, playing one of the new Fenders, and there was this really cool orange amp in there. And I was like, I was like, that was my amp that I gave back to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the white, white Samick. Yeah, yep. yeah, white, I, I white with gold that. hardware, and it's like all sparkly and stuff. I like yeah, it. definitely, uh, definitely worship leader vibes. Oh yeah, we we uh, we really like the um, we do a lot of trade-ins, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get really cool stuff like that, and. Our our used stuff sells so fast because we price it to go. We're not trying to have it for two or three years. Yeah, there so. was that nineteen seventies P bass in there that had some. Uh, it has like a whole bunch of autographs and signatures uh, on. Did yeah. y'all sell that one yet? We did. We sold it last week. It was a sixty six jazz bass uh, with Brazilian rosewood fretboard and everything. Yeah, it was so- signed by Percy Sledge and Little Feet and Wavy Gravy and all these mm-hmm. these guys that. It was a local musician who just played with all those guys before. That's cool. I, last time I, I took my son in there, who he's six years old, and about a year, last year, last summer, I put him in guitar lessons, but he wasn't ready. You know, his hands, and he was, 
I don't know. He wasn't ready. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to force you, but you know, he was interested. So I was like, oh, we'll come back around. So I was like, hey, I need to go buy some strings. We're going to run real quick. And he was like, I don't want to go in because he, he'd rather go like to like Target and buy toys or something, right. you know, like any kid. Um, but he was over there with that bass, just like sitting by it, like slightly touching. I was like, stop, stop. Why are you going to find the most expensive thing? How do you even know this? Like in the vicinity, like looking around, that looks expensive. You know, I just want to touch it. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, stop. And there's something about a music store and my son. He just doesn't listen. Like he forgets. Right. He forgets. Like, oh yeah, you're my dad, and I'm supposed to pay attention. Nope. Yeah, it's, the, it's the all rules out the window. Don't apply Does that happen store. to kids a lot? Like in there? I think so. Uh, I think it's it's probably a mixture of the parents kind of being preoccupied and wanting <laughs> to pick stuff up. Yeah. But I don't know how many how many times I've seen someone try to like wrangle a kid while checking Stop. out a guitar. Yeah. Or or something. But it's Halloween time right now, and. We started putting up the decorations, and the kids really like the the stuff that moves and stuff like that. Uh, but last year we had an incident. We had the little hand that comes down, and one kid uh, was waiting for it to come, and it never came. And then it, when it did, he jumped back so far, knocked a guitar over. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now we're we're making sure no guitars are anywhere behind it. Yeah. Did it damage the guitar? No. It was it was actually pretty good, but. Uh, and the kid didn't even fall down or anything. He just kind of hit the stand. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Kids, I mean, that's the same way when you take them to Toys R Us or something. They yeah. Well, that, that's how I feel when I walk in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I'm a little kid. Yeah, it's like a kid's store. I yeah. mean. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So here's here's one thing. And I wish y'all, y'all would carry, like, Ernie Ball, Music Man, like guitars and basses because you can't get those anywhere. There's a lot of stuff y'all carry. You can't get it, you know, bigger music stores, which is right. awesome. You, they used to carry it, you know, whenever I was in, in school, like in high school, junior high, you walked in, but there was a shift and they don't carry it or they push it to other, you know, Houston locations. Um, you know, with y'all, is that something that y'all feel like y'all, you know, sets you apart? Yeah, I think we, when we, when we bring a brand in, my first question is always, can you get it at Guitar Center? We're right down the street from one. We don't want to carry the same stuff they have. Right. Uh, we like to kind of diversify and have completely different items. Uh, like with Fender, they carry Fender stuff, but we're premier Fender dealers. So mm-hmm. we get all the rares and the one-offs. We're a custom shop dealer. We carry the custom shop stuff. Uh, but we've actually looked into Ernie Ball Music Man multiple times, and uh, they want to be in the store so bad, I'm pretty sure I could – Make it get, happen. Make it happen if, if somebody wanted something really bad. Man. But, you know, I always go on uh, Musician's Friends, and they're always having their Musician's Friends deal of the day. And, like, half of the time it's an Ernie Ball. And I feel like that's probably not a good sign. Like, there's something that makes me kind of pause when coming to those. Like, they're not selling. And I think they're great guitars. I really like them. I've seen Jack White play recently, and mm-hmm. he plays on them now. And they're really, really well-made guitars. Yeah. But I, you got to put your personal feelings aside sometimes and say, even though I really like something, will it sell in the shop? Yeah. The, the one thing that I've noticed Ernie Ball has done is a lot of artist um, models. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all, like, guitars. They're just doing these artist models. And I wish they – and it's great to put that that on there, but it's like, why so much? Like, just put out a, a good guitar, you know? Yeah, Petrucci's and the St. Vincent's and all of those different models. Um, like PRS, you know, they do all the Tremonti's and the Zach Myers. It seems like every new model is, is an artist series. Yeah. Um, you know, Darian, what's your thoughts on the John Mayer drama? 
<laughs> well, uh, that's that's interesting because you know, like I love John Mayer and his, his playing style. I mean, mm-hmm. if you play guitar, if you started playing guitar after two thousand five, like John Mayer has come up in in one of your either inspired licks or you know songs that you wanted to learn. And so definitely, um, man, I I know. I know Fender is, is a really great brand and it's it's been around for a long time, but they've kind of, and this is coming from like super brand loyal person who only used to like strictly just want to play Fender stuff. You know, like I've seen other brands that have kind of burst onto the scene more like they've been around for a while, but more so recently, you know, like with, with G and L and, and sir, these, these makers that make Fender quote unquote, like Fender style guitars. Cause I mean the Strat style and the, the Telecaster style are so such popular guitars, and so like like in John Mayer's case, you know, like he went to PRS, and I don't think they had a Strat style body mm-hmm. before he got there, and they made it just for him. And I saw he actually started carrying it within the last did last y'all sell year them all? So. No, we actually have five in stock right now. I okay, think. or so maybe Sky. six. Yeah, all the different, most of the colors. Right. What are your thoughts on on all that stuff going on? Like that was definitely the hottest hottest thing of the year. Everybody was so skeptical. And I think because I'm a strat player too, I play strats and tellies. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I play. I have semi hollows, but I'm always gonna play strats and tellies. And when I pick up those guitars, it's a strat that doesn't feel like a strat. Yeah. Like it really doesn't to me. Like I'm so familiar. I have multiple strats, and it doesn't feel like it, like one at all to me. Is it better? For me, no. But for other people, definitely. Uh, I think. They're set up different. They have different necks, and and just off the off the floor, you know, they're not really meant to be like a tremolo guitar. Um, they're they have thicker strings on them, but they're they're kind of a strat that plays like a Les Paul. That's kind of how it feels like to me, hmm. like we, a bolt on Les Paul. Yeah, that that and just like I I can't get past the headstock, the not heads- not being an inline. Yeah, you know the the tuning keys being all all on the top, and so. And then that and, you know, their their electronics, like the, the pots and the switcher just don't feel as high quality. Like I like some resistance. Yeah. And they just kind of just float, you know, they just kind of just move. And so I feel like it'd be easy to to kind of move it. I don't know. That was like my one my one gripe because I was in there playing uh, the other day. I was playing one of the all strats um, and one of the guys in there, I forgot his name. He was like, hey, man, we just got these in. You want you want to try one out? And I'd never played one. And so I, I What's, played is it the Hispanic guy. No, it's another guy. He he just started working there recently. Drew, possibly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he brought it to me. And I was like, I mean, it it doesn't feel right. It's a good guitar. It just it, it's not. Well, it's, we're it's, used it's a to a certain animal. thing. Yeah, you it's know, a different, even, it's a different thing. When I play Les Pauls and stuff, it feels weird to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can mostly adapt to anything, but when you see something that looks like a Strat but it doesn't feel like it, it kind of gives you a a weird weird vibe. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to buying something online, you know, from a you know musician's friend or Sweetwater, which I bought gear from them, you know, before, mm-hmm. and you get it. But like a guitar is a little bit different because if you pick it up, like you said, you walk in, I know what I want. You think you know what you want, and then you touch it and be like, you know, I really don't like this or it doesn't feel right. There's still exactly. that that personal. Even if you have two or three guitars, the exact same, one may speak to you more, and you can't. I had okay. The first time I heard of a, a, a somebody buying a guitar online was like. Five or six years ago, my buddy got one for Amazon Prime, and it was a Gibson. He's he's all over the place, but he really likes Gibsons. But he ended up returning it because he got it. 
he wanted it, but it just didn't feel right. Right. And you can't replace that, you it's, know, picking it up and playing it. It's the old the wand chooses the wizard type deal. You yeah. know, they could really be two two different guitars and identical weights, but just the feels different. Yeah. You know, with with you being a, a loyal Fender guy, Darian, do you ever see yourself is there ever anything Fender could do to where that you just like turn your back on them? Um that's in, that's an interesting. That's a really good question. Uh, I'd say probably if they did something out of character, like like made like a like a single cut, <laughs> you know, like Les Paul style guitar. Like they they ventured out of what makes them, you know, who they are. I I do think there's things that they could do that would make them better. Um, I know mostly unless you custom order it, they're all, all their guitars come with nickel frets, and um, you know, I had a friend that he was telling me, "Oh man, you know, they're 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 what Fender wants to be," and and like he he brought me his Strat, and you know, like I played it, and it was a really good guitar, and the stainless steel frets they make a lot of difference in in the tone, and so I think as far as bad things go, I mean, it'd have to be like something wrong, like morally, like they're they yeah. have like little kids building guitars or or something like that. But other than that, I don't I don't think there's anything they could really do, um, you know, just just from it's weird because like you said like you know like the the one kind of you know picks the wizard but also like like your first guitar has like a lot of a lot of like say on what you end up playing you right know, further down the road because my my first guitar was this um this ibanez geo series like mm-hmm. like the starter pack it was like a guitar so the I, amp I, yeah, the guitar the yeah, chord good to go bag, yeah. everything <laughs> and so like it was like one of those double cut guitars in um the neck was really thin and one christmas my my dad got me my uh my first strat and it was a 08 american strat and it just it it felt right and that's that's i mean i still play that guitar to this day it's my favorite guitar i think that's why a lot of manufacturers put such an emphasis on getting kids first guitars to Mm -hmm. be their guitar yeah i think that's a big thing Mm -hmm. whenever i so my first guitar this is like 1999 went to guitar center and got a uh, I was looking at a strat because that's what I, I saw you know I was in like junior high and it was either like a squire but then the salesman when I'm glad he did he was like well you know in a couple he's gonna grow out he's gonna grow out of this guitar and this is a guitar it looks into me not knowing anything it looks the exact same right you know it's a sunburst strat one said squire one said fender you know in your opinion whenever it comes to American made instruments squire and fender you know made in Japan or Indonesia China. Sometimes you can tell the difference, but on some of these other instruments, are they just as well made as, as they are here in the States? Yeah, I think I think, you know, Japanese have a really good track record of quality. Uh Fender's been making guitars in the Mexican factory for thirty years now. Like they got that down to a science. Their newest line, the Ventero line, are some of the best guitars I've ever played. And so Mexico and Japan, uh the PRS factory in Korea and uh, Indonesia, those are making really good stuff right now. So I don't think I'm not really an uh, you know I, I need to play American. I actually tend to gravitate towards Japanese stuff because they kind of make weirder and more interesting stuff. Uh, but I think that those places still make quality. They've all those companies, all those factories have been making guitars for like 30, 40 years. Yeah. So, so the what do you think about the alternate reality stuff? And if, I guess if you don't know what the alternate reality stuff is, can you kind of walk us through? It's it's a Fender thing. Yeah, right? they did the first. They did the parallel universe last year, and now it's the alternate reality. 
And basically, it's like a juxtaposition of different models of guitars and different ideas they had. They kind of done the same thing with the Pawn Shop series a few years back. But, you know, they do weirder offset body shapes and, and stuff like that. And I really like weird guitars. Uh, like, I get excited when I find out that a guitar, like a Fender, especially with Fender guitars, like, if I find out there's a model from 25 years ago that I've never seen before, I'm going to get excited. I'm like, how do I know they didn't make a showman or a showmaster or a performer? Uh, and that's kind of the same thing with these. They have the um, the Meteora, which is like the weird-shaped kind of offset thing. Uh, they have the Powercaster, which has like a roasted neck and a P90 in the neck. I love, I love P90s, so... Um, my main guitar that I play is an offset telly, mm -hmm. uh, all mahogany, mahogany neck. It was made in Japan with a P90 in the neck. And so I, I really like funky kind of weird guitars. Yeah, I like that Powercaster. Mm -hmm. I think I I talked to you about it, and yeah. you were like, I don't know if I like it or not. Well, well, that and it's like they – it also seems like they're trying to cater to a, a different kind of audience too because like I, there was this guy I knew on social media, and he, he like – he took out the neck pickup in his guitar and has just like had like a single humbucker in, in the bridge and he played metal and like down tuned and everything and so like i feel like with those other guitars you you give them the the look that people kind of want whenever they're playing those different styles of music right and so like like as weird as they are they have a place you know that, i think that's that's really cool i i played most of those in there i liked the offset telly that came out probably about three or four years ago mm -hmm. and it was a really nice guitar and so that's a good thing that they're doing i think just kind of being original in there because i mean you know they're like one of the original like guitar brands like you point out okay gibson you know taylor i guess you can throw them in there and then fender is like from the beginning of, from the yeah. beginning of time you know and then so like that have stuck around yeah you know, a lot yeah. have come a lot have gone right. and you know these are the ones who are tried and true and, and have put out quality instruments you know over the years i think i think i would rather buy my stuff from a company that they could survive for the rest of their forever just making strats and tellies yeah but they're still trying to innovate and make interesting stuff like the acoustasonic telecaster oh yeah that i was so skeptical when those came out i was like you went you saw them at nam you got yeah, to play them i did i did play them at because i saw on, on instagram mm -hmm. and i i did i send a picture to you or i don't know if i like shared it or i don't know what i did but i was you like did, you did whenever they whenever y'all got them in store you went he went to play them he was sending <laughs> pictures yeah so, um, i was so skeptical and then when i plugged it in i was like this thing's gonna change music as we know it. Like it's such a big deal. Uh, like I, I seen Jack White playing it on guitar. Jack White says Fender's gonna sell a, me a million of them, and Jack White's never really one to dole out compliments generally. So uh, it's just it's a guitar that you get sounds that you've never gotten out of a guitar before. So that's what gets me excited. Yeah. You know, there's another company, another major chain like Gibson, who's kind of making the same guitars that they made in the 50s and they really aren't allowed to make those weird interesting stuff mm -hmm. because as soon as they do people are saying oh well nobody wants that that's that's we want less pause so they're really not allowed to innovate mm -hmm. so i i think i that's what i like about fenders that they're still making weird and interesting unique stuff and pushing the envelope yeah and and i noticed y'all had some in stock uh i don't even know if it was last maybe yeah last time i went in y'all just got like a new shipment in and they came out with all these interesting colors because to me i'm big on on colors like just as much as the feel i have to like look at it and be like that 
that's mm-hmm. it you know right but the only thing about the acoustic a lot of like the colors like oh this one's white this one's like I, I the one i like the most was like that weird like green blue color yeah that surf green i believe yeah but the exotic woods that they did and that, those were y'all had like multiple mm-hmm. of those yeah those, those are, are the really ones cool. that like scream at me mm-hmm. yeah i'm a big color guy too uh you know i get people in the shop all the time and they're saying uh oh you can't buy a guitar based off the color I totally buy guitars based off the color. Fender has the coolest colors, uh, ocean turquoise and burgundy mist. You can't say red anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you can't say yeah. blue anymore. It's not just red. You got it's got to be a Dakota candy apple fiesta. Yeah, which one is it? Well, even white, like there's there's no just <laughs> yeah. white. It's nope. like cream or or arctic white, or arctic. polar white. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever the, so the different many. shades are. Yeah, like ye- yellow teeth. <laughs> yeah, vintage white. I yeah. think that's yellow teeth. <laughs> man um there's a a color called penny there's a mm-hmm. it's the american performer uh, the the jazz master in penny and y'all have one of the jazz masters in one of those off off white yellow yeah, colors I think and it's, it's vintage beautiful. white yeah but i want i want the penny one so when i was in there yesterday i was talking to danny i was like so you know whenever Whenever I'm ready, I was like, "This is the guitar I want." Like, but y'all could you can place orders with you guys, right? Yeah, they get to us in like five days, and with any new guitar purchase, we give uh, free setups, which um, is crucial for is. getting your guitar to play right. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people, I think that's what really turns them off is they go to these big chain stores, they buy these big dreadnought acoustics, and the action sky high. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's going to turn you off of playing guitar for your first time. Yeah, especially it's if you're a kid. your finger. Yeah, you can't play. Yeah. And so we get them in like five days. We open them up. We make sure there's no damage, and then we set it up, and then we give you a call. And yeah, you the other thing I'll do that I didn't realize until one of my buddies bought a guitar this way is layaway. Yeah, you can go and put money down and then pay on that guitar because sometimes you know, especially if you're upgrading. It's a big investment, mm-hmm. yeah. and if you want to hide it from your wife appropriately, and you just do it like a little bit at a time, like every time you get paid, she may not ever know. Yeah, that's true. It's the perfect. It's you the, you it's leave win-win. with a case, you cut, leave with an empty case, come back with. A I'm full getting case. new strings on this one, you know, and it's empty, and then you just set it in there, and then you just get the guitar. Right. See? Yeah, the layaway. We had a lot of people that use the layaway. We also do financing. Uh, a lot of our stuff is interest fee financing, like with Martin and Taylor. So when it's now that it's coming up on the holiday season, we're going to be doing a lot of that. Yeah, Darren. Whenever you go and buy, I mean, you you've been married for how long now? Uh, a little over a year. You know, with purchases like that, do you usually run it through your wife? Yes, you have to. And she's pretty supportive. She's a musician as well. She is. She's yeah. My my wife sings. I I play guitar. She sings up here on the cool. on the worship team. And so, you know, like like I was rocking with that strap you know, for till the end of time, like the electronics kind of went out on it. And I actually got, I upgraded my pickups through you guys because their American performer series had some new pickups. I played it. I liked it. And then bought the pickups that were in it and put it anyways, long story short, <laughs> um, with stuff like that, you know, she's real supportive, you know, but realistic at the same time. Like she knows I can't drop each check on a, on a brand new guitar, you know, but why not? I, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Cause if I, I could, I would. But here's the thing. See, see, I feel like, especially if it's the right brands, these are investments. Yeah. It's an investment. It's not like you're just wasting the money. This will be handed down to your children. It's children's right. children. It's right. going to be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's worth a lot of money now, and it's great, and you're using it, and mm. it'll be even cooler. It's vintage. Yeah. yeah, I definitely do run have to run those decisions by the, by the boss lady sometimes. No matter how big and bad you think you are, 
they the biggest and baddest guys that come to the shop they run it by their wives too yeah Yeah. you're not fooling anyone by saying you're not (laughs) it's true we see the text messages (laughs) it happens well my wife was my wife was in there yesterday with me and i probably would have ordered the the penny jazz master to be honest i said that i was like man I said, if my wife wasn't here, I probably would have ordered it and just did like the, because I asked him, I was like, hey, can I do the layaway even on orders? Because I know a lot of times places, and, right. and Danny was like, man, we'll work, we'll work with you. You know, right. we'll make it work. Yeah, whatever you need to do, we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. And that's what I like, because if you go to a big store, it's not their decision. But right. I'm talking to the manager and the owner. It's like I'm talking to the people right here who are making these decisions. Right. They don't have to talk to their boss who has to talk to their boss. And they say no. Yeah. <laughs> and w- we're aware that People can go and buy guitars offline, and they can bring it into us, and we probably will make it play pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so we want to work with you and make sure that you know we can do it on your terms. That's I think the difference. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier a lot of this the stuff in the business, uh, like the the business y'all get is from like repairs and setups. Mm-hmm. That's is that the majority? If you had to split it. Um, I wouldn't say it's the majority. I think uh, guitar sales and, and accessory sales are just as important. Um, I think we get people that – I think that's the question everybody wants to know is, so is most of your money coming from the repairs? And uh, I think I think the repairs are very important, especially during the, you know, the, the months where people aren't going out and buying guitars. The beginning of the school year, the summertime when people are going on vacations. Yeah, I think repairs, you know, will float you during those times. Uh, but I think you you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. I think For sure. They're both very important. So is Christmas, like, it's about to get nuts. Is that mm-hmm. the time when everybody is, is upgrading or getting new gear or starting yeah, out? Yeah, Christmas is a big time for us, of course, like all retail stores. Uh, it's It's crucial. You know, we're in the process now of stocking stuff that, our popular Christmas gift ideas, you know, starter packs, starter guitars, the little half size squires, things like that. So, yeah, uh, a lot more squires stuff, uh, things that people don't pick out for themselves, but their mom will pick it out for them. Stuff like that. That stuff's important. You know, speaking of squires, Fender, they released several like squire line guitars that are that look sweet. You know, yeah. they, they feel sweet and they play good. Like even the. Uh, uh, the Dinosaur Jr. guy, like he had his own yeah, own the line. Jamascus, yeah, uh, Jazzmaster. Yeah, and there's a couple other like Squire, like signature guitars that I mean, I see people you know playing them all the time. I was like, I got to pick one up, you know, and play one. Yeah, we just got the uh, the the um, the Starcasters in semi hollow mm-hmm. Squires, really? and everybody that picked that up was like, that's one of the best playing guitars I've ever played in my life. Wow. It was crazy. Even Danny couldn't put it down. He played it for about 40 minutes because it just the pickup sounded so great. It was from the Classic Vibe series. Mm-hmm. But Squire's making really good stuff right now when you get to that top tier. Yeah. Would you ever play your Squire, Darian? No. <laughs> I'll be honest. But speaking speaking to the Starcaster, they I think if, if they made it in China like in 2015 or 2014, they reissued the the Starcaster and the Coronado, right? The modern players, series. yeah, and then it, it didn't really pan out too well for them. They, so I think it, it was it was a good idea to make it their entry level series and like kind of reintroduce it under that. That way, it's like easier to, you know, get somebody's hands on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Hey, whenever it comes to community and support, I just saw a comment from David Brown. He said, love Danny D's. So do we. You know, do you all see a lot of people? I'm sure there's loyal customers, but probably people that just walk in every day like, hey, I never stopped in before. Yeah, it, it really does happen every day. Uh, most of the time it'll happen because somebody's got a problem with their Martin or Taylor and they'll tell the manufacturer will tell them to come to us uh, and they'll come in. They're like, man, it looks way bigger on the inside than on the outside. We get that all the time. Uh, we get guys that beeline right towards the electric room and they're about to leave and you're like, oh, you want to check out the acoustic room? They're like, there's another room. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's deceivingly big on the inside. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff to look at. There was also a feature which gave me the idea because I was like, man, why didn't I think of that first? There was a feature uh, the city of Leak City put on their social media, and it looks like a magazine cutout where it has, you know, facts and questions, and it has Danny's pictures, like the guitar hacienda. It's been here, and, you know, the facts and stuff. Have you all been getting a lot of support from, I guess, the city and media? Yeah, so um, I forget what it's called. It's the periodical that they give out to all the Clear Lake uh, people, mm -hmm. residents, to their their doors and stuff, their mailboxes. They did a little story on Danny. The guy was a bass player, the writer, and he had just been begging, like, please, please. And Danny's, Danny's always kind of, um, you know, busy working. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. so. He's fixing guitars. Yeah. He wants to stay in business. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, we were like, all right, come on. You know, this guy, this guy's cool. He's a bass player. Yeah. Yeah. Customer. yeah. So he, he did it. And then right after that happened, ABC did a story on him. Um, and then uh, the League City guys did a, did a story on them. And a lot of people were coming in just because they got that periodical at the beginning. That's cool. And he, it, it was just, it was kind of funny that it, it just kind of happened like boom, boom, boom. Uh, and I, I was like, oh, he's a movie star now because every time I'd go into the acoustic room, he'd be staring into the camera and, uh, <laughs> and saying things like, um, I work in a toy store. Yeah. <laughs> hey, would he would he ever be able to find time to come in here with you one day? Yeah, possibly. Okay. That'd yeah. be fun. I'd love to get him in here. I'm sure he has a ton of stories. He is a fun guy. I mean, he's uh, next, I think in about a year and a half, uh, we're going to be hitting our 40th anniversary. Wow. So he's been doing this so long. And we go to, we go to the NAMM show and stuff, and they give uh, – the Lifetime Achievement Awards for music store owners and stuff, and all that stuff, you're seeing them 40, 50, 60, 70 years of being in business, and then you realize Danny's right there with him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, We're so lucky to have a place that's not Guitar Center. I understand, yeah. There's so many times where people come in like, I need this screw, and Danny's got a big old pot of screws from, he, he never throws anything away. Yeah. And it's just random nuts and bolts. And those places are, are, are leaving, you know, like TV repair shops. And it's, it's like, okay, that's broke. Just invest in another one. Just buy another one. But It's cheaper than repairing, the, like, the electronic for sure. Right. And we, we even repair guitars that are worth nothing. The repairs cost more, but they're sentimental. I have one like that. Yeah. <laughs> Need some work. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's what makes guitars so special, you know, like. Like, there's guitars that I've played. Like, my guitar, it's beat up now, my Strat. It has, like, marks on it and stuff. But that that makes it special, you know, because it, it kind of it, it grew with me. As I got better at the instrument, I was able to, you know, pull out better stuff from it. And so, like, that's what makes, you know, buying a guitar so special is that it has 
that sentimental value to it where like it'll never it'll never decrease in value to you even though it, it may in the real world in a lot of cases they actually increase in value if over you time bang too. it up enough it's just going to be worth more yeah yeah if you yeah. slightly bang it up then it goes down but if you, ba- <laughs> if you keep going there's right. like a sweet spot and once you hit that oh yeah you're walking it's on. on you're walking on easy street after it's like uh, this is That's gold yeah. yeah this is gold hey um so what what guitar is like your this is it the epitome this is the guitar or bass or piece of equipment instrument that is kind of like your that's that's the one that I need and want one day. For me personally, mm-hmm. um, uh, D35. I think Martin D35 is like the one, because I'm not a big acoustic player. I've always been kind of more on the edge of, I want lots of electric guitars, but just one tried and true acoustic. And D35, I'm always just kind of waiting for the right one to come to the shop where I'm like, that's the one for me. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be like mid-90s, kind of broke in a little bit. Um, but electric guitars, it's like whatever catches my eye and I just can't resist it. Yeah. You know, you have an advantage where people probably bring a lot of instruments in and they're either trying to sell it. And so you kind of get that first pick. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. But as, as the manager, I also have to show restraint (laughs) and be like, okay, we, we did a good deal on this. I really need to sell it and make some money off it. Great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. It, 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 it'd be nice to just keep them all, but, uh, you know, even Danny's the same way. He, 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 he gets gear, uh, he gets gas, the gear acquisition syndrome all the time. Uh, he sees something and he's like, I want it. He's yeah. technically, he's like, this is all mine. Like, yeah. these are all, I just, uh, how many yeah, guitars do you have? They like, are. I've got about a thousand guitars, you know, yeah. how many do you have? Uh, here's a comment. This is from David. He said, all my, all of my guitars are from Danny D's. I love Danny D's. And I asked him what he had. He said two Fender Strats, a Fender Music Master, and then in parentheses, Karen. Karen has a name. And then uh, a St. Blues. So there's a lot of people who are loyal to you guys. Is that, you know, customer service? The is What, what is it you think I that think, makes people? I think it really is comes down to customer service. Because uh, we could, I think we could have the same exact guitars that another store has. And ours are going to play better. Because... We're picky with our selection. And the setup. We set them up. Mm -hmm. And I think people, I don't know how many nightmare stories I've heard about people going to GC and they can't can't get anyone to help them. We had a guy the other day that he really wanted a tailor. And um, he came into the shop. He, He showed me the one he wanted. It was a Guitar Center exclusive. And he really wanted it. He ended up buying a Martin from us because he just yeah. refused to buy it from them. And I think it's the customer service. I think it's the convenience. And I think it's also the knowledge of the staff. Everybody there, me and Danny place a big emphasis on making sure everybody knows all the in and outs of what they're supposed to know. Like, you ask me anything about Fender, I know it. Um, and Let's test him. No, this will oh, be next, we do a, got good a, segment, guy. a good segment for next time. Yeah, we'll right. have to do right. that next time. You can quiz me. <laughs> I have ten I, questions. <laughs> ask the uh, the gold certified uh, Fender salesman. Okay. Uh, but Martins and Taylors, we want to know all the difference in woods, the tonal qualities. Whereas, I mean, a lot of times people go into music stores and they know more than the sales guy. It's not even anything bad against the sales guy. It's that they hired a 17-year-old kid who – just wants to show you how good of a guitar player he is when he's selling you a guitar. Yeah. To be fair, I 
I wanted to work a guitar when I was that set, like 17 year old. And I probably, I wasn't even good, you know, like, but I was like, yeah, I want to work. But it was, uh, that was a different time. Like obviously like online sales weren't there. Guitar center had everything and they were probably like booming. I saw one of my friends who used to work at guitar center in the day he was on the stream, uh, here, here a bit ago, but man, times are changing. I feel like you have to offer something different. You have to, and y'all, and y'all do. Yeah. I think, that 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 store uh back when i was a teenager was awesome yeah but i think it i don't think it's us that's changed i think it's them that's changed uh but it was it was so fun of course i'm gonna go beat on the drums i'm not even a drummer nobody wants to hear me uh i let my two-year-old do it the other day i was like hey let's go stop in river you want to play the drums yeah <laughs> if, she did. it's a great place to take your kids <laughs> half the guitars are dinged and dented anyways i mean yeah it's fun yeah um, some of the the resale stuff that I'll, I'll like if I stop in there, that's that's kind of what I look at. Everything else, it just breaks my heart because I remember <laughs> I remember what it used to be, and now uh, it's not. But yeah. you know what? That's why there's alternatives like our good friends at Danny D's. Exactly, they can offer something, offer something different. Um, and again, here's somebody saying, yeah, it's the customer service and and everything I'll offer. So right now it's 9:54. This is khearadio.com 99.5. FN, if, FM, if you're watching on Channel 46, thank you. Good morning. I'm hanging out. Uh, we're talking Danny D's. I got Darian here in studio. Good morning. And we've morning. been talking Fender. He's like the here. Fender expert as well. The the player on the more so on player side, but yeah, I do I do love Fenders and I do my do my research. One thing I want to mention because we're almost out of time is I've always wanted to play, maybe even purchase. There was a, a period of time where they made Squires in the U.S. like in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen one? Yeah. Is it, is it, I don't know, is it cool? I think other than it just says, like, made in the USA, I just think it'd be something neat to own. Yeah, I think uh, they're interesting. Also, the Japanese-made Squire stuff we see a lot of. Uh, we got one customer that shall remain, remain nameless. I don't want to name drop, but he's played the same, I think, 84 Squire Strat uh, left-handed since he bought it new, and it's beat up. It's super ugly, but it's left-handed. It's his. And he brings it by to restring every couple of weeks, and you can tell like I don't, I'll never love an item as much as that guy loves that that guitar. Like he's played so many live shows, you know he could have gotten another guitar. Who is it? Uh, he's uh, his name's Art Lopez from the Mambo Jazz Kings. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah I know the Mambo, you know, Jazz, Mambo Kings. Jazz Kings. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's not about the most expensive guitar. It's about whichever one you like the most. Yeah. One. My goal is to sell you a guitar that makes you a better guitar player. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? Um, I would just say, uh, you know, come by the shop. Um, come play some guitars. Come talk gear with us. We're always down to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely will. You, maybe you'll run into I Darian. Will. Maybe you'll run into me. We don't work there. Just hanging out. Yeah, we Can, might see you. Cool stuff. Yeah, we'll have to stop in. I think it'd be fun, and I was talking to Darian about this. If y'all would, if y'all were open to it, to doing uh, some like fun production stuff there, or even like, like a like a short like review, like, hey, this is power, you know, this is a powercaster. What do you think, Darian? Just like a, a short video, like in the store, and then just like, just yeah, we're actually working on being able to do more product demos and stuff like that. I think that's a big thing for shops nowadays. It is, yeah, and we have a lot of. We want to do it kind of different and weird, uh, mm -hmm. so, uh, but we'd we'd love to do it with you guys too. Yeah, 
Let's there, go. There's there's one there's one spot out in out in California real quick, and every day they do a they do a different you know type of instrument. So like Telly Tuesdays, Norm's uh, Rare Guitars. Yeah, Norm's Rare Guitars in yeah. California. So you already know they yeah. they uh, they're like, hey, this is what we got in today. They they go into the back, they open the case, they play it, they demo it, they go through all the different sounds you can make with this. So I, I think something like that would be really cool for yeah. you guys, especially because you know us here at the radio and here at the church and you guys you really pride yourself on being homegrown and you know an organic experience as far as you know really being personable yeah definitely awesome well, make cool sure stuff. you go check out danny d's hey thank you for hanging out today yeah thanks for having me we're gonna take a quick break on the fm we're gonna keep it going on facebook if you have any questions or thoughts maybe you want to get a hold of danny d's you know ask on the stream um i'm gonna make sure that the deacon has a, a link to this later and you can share it out or uh, respond to any questions or comments people have. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. We got Matt Redmond coming up next. Boom. Boom. Thank you. Hey, y'all got some great radio voices. Well, yeah, Darian, Darian does. He's putting <laughs> me to, sh- to shame over here. I, I was shocked whenever I, w- I watched some of the videos before I came uh-huh. over here. And I was yeah. like, you guys totally got a radio voice. <laughs> I, I didn't have one. I feel like uh, you had to grow in. I had grow to grow it. into it. You yeah. could do traffic. <laughs> I'm down. He's like, an I-45 is still under construction. It's been under construction for the last since it's been completed. Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now I had a good time. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to do some. Um, yeah, definitely come back whenever you'll have time. And I'd love to go and like set up and and do like a fun, a fun demo or just whatever, just yeah. because this is what what we like to do. Yeah. So. We like to videotape ourselves. <laughs> Just like to play, mainly play them, and then the video, it's like, come buy this so I don't, yeah, you know? right. Cool. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Cool. Hey, well, I'll see you soon, okay? Yeah, I know hey, you will. See you later, we'll see buddy. You, have a good one. You too. You too. What's up, folks? Hey, next we're going to be talking to Strawberry Hill Upcycling. Are you going to hang out? You want me to? Sure, yeah. Because right. if you okay. have genuine... Genuine questions. That's my favorite. Whenever strawberry, strawberry hill upcycling. They're uh-huh. having an event tomorrow. I'm gonna be there. That's my plan. Okay. What's up? Hi. How's it going? Good. I like the color. So we we were talking about guitars. Yeah. And this is, in my opinion, that's the penny color. Yeah. So penny, it, there's a, a guitar. Danny D's is in Lake City at 518 and Highway Three, and hey. they've been there for like ever, for for a long time. And I was talking about a guitar that I really want. And the color is Penny, and that's it. That's called Dusty Rose. See, I like both names. That's how they name their their colors, though. They it's not just pink, you know, like they have like shell pink, pink or Dusty whatever. Rose the color from yeah. Early nineties. Dusty Rose. All right. <laughs> I like it. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, since we have our big event tomorrow, and Mom has autoimmune issues, but she just could not get out of bed. So. Yeah, I saw. Is she doing? Is she doing okay? Because I saw you had posted on social media. And there was, I guess, I, I don't know what was going on, but just, like, some health stuff, I suppose. But is she doing okay? No. No? And, like, the doctors, are they able to, they like, just, help? Or they know what it is? It's so complicated, and it's a, we're having a hard time people, like, listening to her. Right. So we're just going from doctor to doctor right now, and her health is slowly declining, and she also doesn't eat well. And yeah. All that stuff, so. I feel you. It's one of those things. I'm lucky that I went into remission and got better just in time for all to help. this to happen with my mom and my nana. So, man, that's tough, especially being a business owner, finding the time to, to be able to do everything. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, family's counting on you and then yeah. business is counting on you and you still need to keep going. Yeah. How, how do you find that, that time and strength really? Are we on the radio now? Well, we're on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> if that's okay, I no, don't know. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, actually, if you could scoot this a little bit closer. Sure. Okay, that's, that's perfect. Feel like I'm in a beauty pageant. Get close to the microphone, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, like. Some days I always I've always used the phrase you gotta laugh to keep from crying you know you just keep going you you keep going I've got three dogs but you know I get home every night I got three dogs they're hungry so I do that and you know next thing clean the house and mom needs dinner go over there and make dinner you just you just do it yeah are you a fan of The Office have you seen like any the of the show? show yeah I've watched the UK one oh did you like it yes very okay. dry humor I did watch some of the UK but it was like after watching the the American version. But there was a an episode that came on yesterday because I, I forget what station it is, but you turn it on and it's like, hey, there's like 15 office episodes in a row. And it's just like good to leave on. Michael Scott left. Uh, he left uh, Dunder Mifflin and started his own, the Michael Scott Company, paper company. And there was a point where the, Pam left with him and she was like making a list. And it was like, OK, let's make a list because sometimes and it was actually really good, good advice. And it was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through the day. Let's make a list. Start with the easiest thing first. Yeah. And you take it a step at a time. Mm -hmm. And um, just you talking about that, like, hey, I got, you know, the animals, they count on me. I got the business. And you just take it a step at a time and, and kind of go. Go with the yeah. flow and, and knock it out. Yeah. Whenever people come at me with, I need this done. I need this done. Okay. Well, tell me what's the most important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me prioritize. And then I'll eat some somewhere in between there. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So let's go ahead and go on the FM. We'll get you introduced and... Share about the event tomorrow All and right. everything else you got going on. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now it is 10.03. I'm Guardy. I got my good friend Darian. What's up, man? Good morning, people of KHEA. Good morning. We, hey, did you have fun talking about Danny D's? Definitely. Guitars is my favorite subject. Guitars and gear. Always. Yeah. So today is, uh, I'm going to call it like a Leak City business show. And I, man, I love Leak City. I live there. And it's a it's a great opportunity to share some cool events that are coming up and some opportunities for you to just support local entrepreneurs, local businesses. Um, with Danny D's, I was trying to think of the right way, but he was like, yeah, we're like a mom and pop music shop. Mm -hmm. And right now we're about to switch it up. Uh, my next guest, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and share the name of the business and what you got going on. So my name is Melissa Lowe. Um, I'm one of the owners of Strawberry Hill Unique Upcycling Boutique in Lake City. Um, we are a mom and daughter owned uh, upcy upcycling boutique. So we take vintage antique home decor gifts and we flip it. Chalk paint, milk paint, distressing, dark wax, everything you see on DIY networks and HGTV. That's what we do. We spend our life painting and we love it. Yeah. And can you do custom pieces? Like if I have something and I bring it to you. We do a ton of custom pieces. In fact, I think that's m the most of the painting that I do. We do a lot of like furniture in the store, but... I have um, people message me with 10 pictures from Pinterest, and they want one piece to have something in all those 10 photos. And so I've got to find a way of, like, mashing it all together. And I love what I do. I get to be creative, and, you know, I get to meet a lot of people. Just yesterday morning, I have a, a friend who's been with the store shopping with us for a long time. She's redoing her kitchen cabinets, and she knew it was a huge project. And uh, I took paint over to her in Baycliffe yesterday morning before I opened the store. So I got to go into her house that's being remodeled and look at the cabinets and give her advice mm -hmm. and look at everything that she's redone. And 
So we just, we love what we do. We get integrated into people's lives. It's fun. Cool. Hey, Darian, have you ever heard of upcycling? I have not, but. If you had to guess what it is, even just off of what Melissa just shared, what do you think it is? Um, You said not based off of what she no, just said. No, based, on, based on what she said, yeah. Just decor, renovation, decor. I don't know. I feel like my wife should be in this. <laughs> so every time we go to like any store, she's in the home decor section. Especially we're moving soon, so she likes she likes oh, to do yeah. that stuff. So upcycling is upscale recycling. The two words kind of mashed together. Okay. So we take old pieces that people would generally throw out or don't want anymore, and then we um, give them new life. We give them new value by painting or refurbishing or repurposing them. So upcycling. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good option because you can have something that maybe doesn't look the best shape or it looks mm-hmm. dated and it creates it's like a brand new piece it is and mm-hmm. also one of the greatest things about our store that we hear from so many new people and returning clients is when we can get our pieces that are already shabby on the side of the road that cuts down the cost so we tend to be cheaper as far as redoing your entire house and being able to get the big pieces that you want because we were able to get them at a discount or they were given to us so and you know you're just paying for the the labor and the love that goes into it all right and where are y'all located we are at 240 park avenue in league city so if every anybody's familiar with the gazebo which is now pink it is i was standing on my porch at the store the other day and i was talking to customers i was like (laughs) that's pink is that pink is that my eyes that's penny pink (laughs) penny So um, if you're familiar with the gazebo, just turn down the road the opposite. There's Founder Square, cute little shops right on the corner. There's another set of cute little shops just a little further down past all the construction. It's um, actually Old Town Square. Cool. So I, I stopped in. I mean, that was probably like after y'all came on, mm-hmm. which I'm glad. I'm going to try and, and make it out there tomorrow because there's a, a really cool event, and we're going to share about, about that as well. But is the pink gazebo, is that going to be able to get more people? I guess it's a good landmark. Look for the dusted rose. Look for the, <laughs> you know, the slightly peach. But um, y'all have an event tomorrow. What's going on? So tomorrow is our Strawberry Hill Trade Days. This is actually our third one. We were going to do it annually, but people ask us to do it in spring. So this is our third one. But our fall one is always the biggest. So we um, actually rent from the city that parking lot of the blue building that's across from us. And we rent the parking lot. And we it's nice and clear. I stopped by the store this morning before I came here, and they're cleaning it up. Um, but we just fill the whole thing up from the from 518, where that parking lot starts, all the way up to our store filled with vendors. And this year we have really unique vendors. We've got people who um, didn't want to put their parents' stuff into estate sales, so they're just bringing furniture and collectibles and items and home decor, and they're just setting up a booth. So you've got kind of like flea markety, antique type stuff all the way to um, food vendors. We've got Rolling Republic Barbecue, which is like – legit my favorite wendy and her husband are fabulous they do a lot with strawberry hill the community and the dog park association so it's just a fun day of shopping vintage unique um local the biggest thing is shop local we've got a lot of holidays coming up and you need to support your small businesses shop local and this is a great way to do it plus it's going to be the cold front I heard the cold front's coming in. It's going to be cooler, so. I heard that, too, and I keep looking out the window and checking my phone and and walking in here. It's coming. That's what I. It's coming. I'm about about to check again, but we're going to have to keep speaking it into (laughs) existence. Have you seen anything about the weather? I have, and I will be honest. I made a mental note yesterday. I was moving, like, a bunch of cases of waters from my car. (laughs) I was like, this is actually not 
it's actually not unbearably hot today. <laughs> hey, so I s- it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it's not good either. Speaking of cases of water in the car, I saw your wife on social media yeah. shared a meme that said, "Hey, it's about to be the weather where I can leave a bottle of water <laughs> in my car at night and drink it in the morning again." Because it's not too hot melting the plastic and I'm drinking, you mm-hmm. know. It's true, though. Plastic. It's true. I do that all the time. My mom gets on to me. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, what gets you excited? Whenever you see, like, a new project, whenever you have, an you know, an idea that can help the community, what is it that, that gets you excited being, you know, in what you do? Um, so I always like to say that my parents <laughs> created me to help, <laughs> whether it's from little chores as a kid to being able to help the community and if we see a need, I feel obligated to fulfill. That's how I get my satisfaction in life. It's like, how can I help? Um, and it's just little things. Like um, a couple of days ago, I was at the store. It was kind of quiet. My mom's best friend came in. She's like my aunt. And she was driving by. She was she's on the rodeo committee with my mom. And she said, I can't figure out how to pay my rodeo dues. And it has to be paid today. Can you help me? And so we just stopped in the middle of my store. I figured out how to pay her rodeo dues. Got her all set up for her committee and everything. And I feel like because we're so involved in the community, we have a lot of people who come to me and say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me find vendors for this event? Can you help me start this? How do I get my Facebook set up and stuff like that? And I I think that that's where the excitement comes from, knowing that people feel open to coming and just asking me for help with anything. Mm -hmm. And I never say no. You never say no? I mean, for the most part. I'm going to start asking for no, help. No, I need no, a lot no. of help. That's not yeah. an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. Tomorrow, uh, there, there's an event going on. You have the opportunity to come and, and hang out, support local business, and then probably a- ask for help, too. <laughs> I love that. You know, is that the way your mom, you know, your mom has been, I guess, and kind of raised you, you said? Yeah. Just to be able to always help if possible? Both of my parents are politicians in the county and the city, and so they were leaders, and they were always looked to, and, you know, I was kind of in the limelight as a child, and Melissa was there to to serve, and I just kind of took on that service attitude, and anywhere that I can, from my church to my community, we started a nonprofit with the store, and... Yeah. You mentioned um, about about doing pageants. I know you did <laughs> gymnastics because Amanda Perez oh, yeah. said that y'all did gymnastics together. So did you do pageants as well? I did. <laughs> <laughs> did all that stuff kind of prepare you for where you're at today? Like even just to be here, I guess. You know, it really did. It's funny. The other day I was painting furniture in my garage as usual. And uh, I always have Netflix going constantly. Like there's always something to watch. And I watched this documentary on um, pageant girls from the 90s, which is what was my rainy era. Yeah. As you would say. Just went and left them right. Yeah. Well, Collecting trophies I and tiaras. I love it. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was a cute kid. <laughs> Um, and it just, it, they, you compare the attitudes and the personalities and the principles of the kids that were put into the limelight and taught to um, just be sweet. Really, that's really what it was. You were taught to be genuine and taught to be sweet and how that has helped us succeed as adults. Um, so they were highlighting all these girls that I knew in the pageant world and where we are today um, versus just, you know, the the normal average kid that their parents didn't put them in the limelight, whether it was um, but that also includes athletes, too, like soccer yeah. players and anybody, any kid that's put under discipline and things are expected out of them. I think that's the biggest thing. Like my parents expected a certain um, level of respect and personality out of my sister and I. And it kind of just reflected through the rest of our lives. That's awesome. But, yeah, I was I was a pageant kid. 
And my first beauty pageant, I was uh, about, it was 1995. And that's when all the bling, all the bling was going about. And we didn't have money for it. My first dress was from Dollywood. It was $20. It was cute white lace. My mom still has it. I'm surprised it's not framed on the wall somewhere. How old were you? I was five. five. Four. I may have been four. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember being, like, right before the pageant, and my poppy, my grandfather, it's just the best man ever, said, um, was standing there with my mom, and my mom said, now, Melissa, don't get upset if you don't win. It's your first beauty pageant. You're just going to go out there. You're going to do your best. You're going to smile. You're going to be sweet, and you're just, just do your best. And my poppy said, don't you fill her head with nonsense. She's going to win. <laughs> and I won. <laughs> Little Miss Southern States. That's cool. Yeah. You mentioned Dollywood. Was that oh. in Tennessee? Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Smoky Mountains. We're big Dolly Parton fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big Dolly Parton fans. I've, I've vacationed over there. We went camping in the Rocky Mountains. It's like there's like Dolly Parton world. And, oh yes. Um, it's heaven. Yeah. It's just pretty. <laughs> it's really cool actually to see. Is like her face is like on all these billboards and stuff. I've never been. <gasps> you need to go. Yeah. It's like a neighboring city. Gatlinburg is the name of yes. the city. I'll never forget the name of that city. They have mountain man competitions where you have to like. Um, my dad did it. And you like you throw axes and you have to like chop the wood. It's a competition between a bunch of men at the same time. And we, yeah, it's oh, that, did you do the axe throwing? No, I, well, that's from uh, local League City Business Axe Masters. Yeah. Shout out to them yeah, yeah. off of Hobbs and League City. We've been there several times. Really, my husband loves it. We oh, took my cool. dad for Father's Day. That's fun. Are yeah. they good? Are they were they naturals? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't have Sorry. to answer that. You don't have to answer that. It's okay. It's okay. It Just was stop right really, there. really fun. Actually, no, my husband's really good. Okay, good. I always say it's because he's Native American, but <laughs> yeah, well, that, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I've seen people who are naturals at that, and then I've seen people who aren't. I know my limitations. Mm-hmm. I've been to Axe Masters. I've been to other axe throwing arenas. My first opportunity was actually in another state. It was in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, in Pennsylvania, and I was like, I'm not throwing. I was like, I'm not gonna throw that. I it's was a afraid. Axe. I was like, I, I'm not gonna be good at it. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'll be. You good. have to learn, like, it's kind of like golf or anything else. I'm not like, good at golf. You yeah. have to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to get consistent. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Have you ever seen that video of where the girl throws it and then just and comes like flying, flying back? back? Yes, I yeah. was just about to mention That's that. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of scary. It's dangerous to do stuff with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, we love them. We love supporting local. And every time we go out there, we always tag Strawberry Hill wherever, whether it's at Esteban's or we're out doing something in the community. You know, they would be a good person to bring out to like a vendor thing in the future. Yeah. Because they have a mobile unit with like these fences that are really high with the backdrop. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 In the in the future, yeah, definitely talk to them because they are. Uh, I forgot about that. That's different, you know, as far as like taking it mobile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that anywhere. That's cool. Yeah. So that that would be fun. Um, right now it's ten sixteen a.m. This is KHEA Radio ninety nine point five FM. I'm hanging out with my good friend Darian, and I have to address some comments that are coming in <laughs> <laughs> on the stream. I have Ian, who is watching from the UK, so Ooh. I feel like he would know. Yeah. Ann said, it's nice to see Ed Sheeran on the show today. Do you, <laughs> do you get that a lot or ever? Um, Recently, I have. I don't know why. It's just, it's just, I mean, I know why. It's the red hair. <laughs> but, but other than that, I don't I don't see many similarities. Can you sing a song? Um, do you know any Ed Sheeran? What does he sing? I don't know. I'm in love actually, with the actually, of you. That, yeah, that song? I don't know. <laughs> well, Honestly. I'm sorry to, to disappoint. <laughs> I'm not Ed Sheeran. He ha- oh man, that would have been a good thing to bring up whenever we're talking to Danny D's because he has those uh, that Martin signature. He does. 
with the little division sign. Yeah. Inlays. Oh yeah. man, another League City business. So, you know, being in League City, is that easy? Um, I, I guess, like being a mom. I almost called it mom and pop, but it's like a mom and daughter shop, and I, mm-hmm. I really like that you called it that. Um, is that is it an easy thing to do? Like here in League City, like be that independent boutique business. You know, some days. I really think, oh, yeah, after five years, because October, this this month is our five-year anniversary of being in Link City. And some days I'm like, yeah, we're rocking this. We're doing good. People who know who we are. And then some days, as of recently, with all the construction, I look out at our street, which if you guys are familiar, are you familiar with any of the downtown revitalization? A little bit. So we have all this beautiful stuff planned for Lake City, but the construction that they did on Park Avenue, which is beautiful with the old street lamps and everything, it literally stops at the end of our parking lot and doesn't go down the rest of the street to the new school. And so sometimes we look at that and we wonder, is the city really going to, are they really trying to help the small boutiques or are they more concerned with the pinnacle properties and the big things that are popping up on the freeway? So some days we feel like, we really got it going on and that the city is supporting us. And then other days we're like, I just don't think they understand. They really don't understand how um, just the little things really do help. Um, so we, uh, we do have a great new social media marketer with the city of Lake city. And they've been, tr- I think they've been trying to reach out, but I feel like if you've been in the city for long enough, cause I, I was born and raised here. You kind of have this maybe sour taste in your mouth because we feel like Lake City is just so focused on the big development, which we love because that creates new jobs and it gives us more stuff to do, more availability to spend money in our own towns. But at the same time, like the small mom and pop shops, the Danny D's and, you know, Strawberry Hill, like we've been here our entire lives. So we feel like there could be, could be more, um, you know, but it is what it is. We yeah. just keep trekking along. Are they open to like having conversations about those things? I think so. Um, but it's the same with anything, whether you're trying to get a park built or, you know, a street fixed. Because you've done that as yeah. far as like the, the park stuff. Mm-hmm. The Lake City Dog Park Association. It's just you always have that peanut gallery on the other side screaming tax dollars, tax dollars, tax dollars. And I mean, I get it. I've all my tax dollars go back to the city because this is where I live and my business is. But at the same time, you have to you have to respect your um, citizens. You have to help them grow and develop, whether they're residents or small businesses. Yeah, there's a balance. Speaking of tax dollars, I think there was either just approved or about to go through something with sales tax. Yeah, it just October 1st, it went through from 8 percent to 8.25. Being a small business, I mean, um, how do you see that affecting anything? Um, well, considering I just spent the weekend in New Orleans where it's 10% sales tax, I'm thankful that we're not (laughs) at 10%. It's 10%. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, you know, it's just one of those things you have city council members that work really hard to keep your tax dollars low, but then at the same time, we don't have enough funding for something. And, you know, it's, it's, it's 50, 50, we have to change with the times. I understand it. Now we're up with Houston. We're kind of um, every, we've always been lower than the entire county and the re- the surrounding large cities, so we're kind of even with them now. But I, I I'll ha- I'll say this: if we can see our tax dollars going towards fixing the rest of our streets and including the entire downtown revitalization area instead of just the main main small spot yeah. spots, I won't have a problem with it. Yeah, the city of Lamarck just went through something like that where there hadn't been an increase in taxes in. 
like 20 something years or, or something like that. But there's a lot that they're trying to revitalize, like a downtown revitalization. There's, um, you know, new fire stations. We need new fire trucks. We need to hire more city employees. And they, I had the opportunity to read through the budgets and the proposals Good. and the breakdowns. And that was, that was pretty cool and interesting because right now, I guess I'm at least informed in a way that I've never been in my entire life. And I think it's important that more people take interest in that. Yes, get involved. Yeah. Figure out where your tax dollars are going. Mm-hmm. And then if you are okay with it, then you can vote. You can vote be like, okay, yeah, this is where it's going, A, B, C, D. I'm okay paying 0.25% more sales tax or paying an extra if it boils down to like, hey, I'm paying an extra $50 a month or $10 a month and, you know, $120 a year, you know, based on, on your house. It, it really, when you look at it broken down like that, because everybody here is like, more tax, what? Yeah. No, you already pay enough. And it's like, <laughs> well, we're going to get this and this. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah. And then you, you make sure that they follow through on But that. if you're not okay with the way that it's being spent, then so you, you're not. You, yes, you've got to speak up. You've got to use your voice. I mean- we created the Lake City Dog Park Association. My mom and I founded it. And that was created because we were not okay with the money being spent on other things versus the 40% of people in Lake City who had a dog and wanted a dog park. So you've got to get involved. Yeah. Darren, do you have any pets? I have a cat. No, I have a cat too. I have a cat, and I've always been a cat person. Um, we never really had the yard for a dog. And so um, recently my sister-in-law got a, uh, a French bulldog pup puppy Ooh. like about probably about a year ago so it's probably like a year old now and that's like my favorite dog that and my mom she has uh, she adopted a dog um and he's like a big old german shepherd dog and he's 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 like 12 months i mean a year and now a year old now and but he's still like just has a he grown puppy. into his body yet? yeah he, um, no he hasn't he's he's, he's <laughs> really he's really do. long but he's still super skinny and it's like he's just he's just like he acts just like the puppy frenchie does he's just <laughs> 10 times the weight and size we love dogs. Our it, store is pet friendly. It is? Yeah, we have a lot of dogs in there. Usually my dog's with me. And you said you have three dogs? I have two that I are actually my own, and then I have my uh, sister-in-law's dog, which we were only supposed to have for a couple of weeks. So you have to, so you We've have had him for eight months. The three, <laughs> three dogs, one cat. Mm-hmm. Have you always been a, a pet person? Yes. And passionate enough to start a dog, a dog park yes. or an association. Always been big into rescue. I am the stop every road or every car on the road kind of person while I get the dog off the freeway person and then yes. bring them home, post them on social media till we find their parents. That's just, that's who I am. I named the two possums in our backyard. Did you say, what are their names? Harry and Glenn. Harry and Glenn. Where did that come from? Just because? I mean. Just seemed right. They, yeah. They just what's your name? came into my head. They yeah. spoke to me. There <laughs> was a video floating around and we ended up sharing it, but it was in Dallas of horses running down yes. the highway. And I saw a comment. This is from Amber Amber Murphy at Butler's Courtyard. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she said, hey, how come no one, you know, where are the people trying to stop and help them? And I don't even know how you would go about doing that or how they got onto the highway. That was nuts. It is nuts. Did you see that video? I did. It was like five or six of them. Yes. Yeah, like like unless Wild you horses. know what you're doing, like you could actually really get hurt. For yeah. sure. Especially on the highway. And hopefully people... You know, you're paying attention when you're driving. You can navigate away and then yeah, but you don't block on the road. Horse. No. <laughs> how many horsepower is right. that thing? Uh, there's a lot of jokes in there somewhere. I don't know how you would wrangle them. Right. Wrangle them up or where they were going and they're heading north. I have no idea. Right now it's 1024. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's 1024. We're talking to Melissa with Strawberry Hill Upcycling Boutique. Unique Boutique. Unique Boutique, yes. 
which um, is, is having an awesome event tomorrow uh, that you are able to attend. I'm going to try and stop out there as well. A ton of local vendors. Get some shopping done. Um, you, you mentioned your husband earlier and talking about, you know, throwing axes. Y'all y'all are slightly new, newly married, right? Nine months. Nine months. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's that been going? Oh, I love it. We're we're a match made in heaven. He is my best friend. He's hilarious. In fact, last weekend we rented a coach bus through our store. We like to do ladies who shop trips, and mm-hmm. we'll go anywhere. But last weekend it was like the trip of all trips. We went to Round Top, Warrenton, and Junk Gypsies. Um, so it's a we rented the big, like the biggest coach bus you could rent. We filled it with ladies, and we had breakfast tacos on the way up there, food, wine. We went there and shopped, and my husband. I, everybody had my cell phone number. I made sure of it because, you know, you never know what can happen. I'm mm-hmm. the point of contact. So everybody had my cell phone number. No lie. The day after, I received about two or three dozen text messages, messages on Facebook saying, we love your husband. Was he like, the driver? No, he wasn't the driver. <laughs> but um, he w- he has been the driver before. And I think that would have slowed him down if he was the driver this yeah. time. But no lie, my husband talked the entire two-hour ride up there <laughs> and the entire two-hour ride back. And he was like standing up entertaining the entire bus. Like he's just, he's just, I love him. He is, he's perfect. He should come talk on here for two he hours really one should. day. I, you know, I love ru- people talking. He runs his own business. He what started he a business right before we got married. It's called SOS Techs. Um, so it's an IT business solutions. And it's the whole basis of it is the after hours, the weekends, like when you have an emergency mm-hmm. SOS, he'll come and fix things. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. He's no, he, above that. Would he be down? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's listening right now. Hi, babe. We'll have to get both of y'all to come on um, together. That'd be yeah. cool. And he can he can share about that as well because I, well, well, I love le- learning. He can fill that's for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's <Jeez>. exciting. <laughs> that's cool. Um, where is, you said Round Top Gypsy something? Where Round is that? Top Warrington. It's about two hours off of 290, mm-hmm. and it is the... So twice a year they do antiques weeks and it's like 17 miles long, maybe like 12 miles. That might be an exaggeration, but it's just tent after tent after building after building. And it's just flea market, nice stuff. Every it's like our dream upcycling. And then junk gypsies are the um, two sisters who start who do redid Miranda Lambert's um, trailer. Okay. And so they're partnered with Miranda Lambert and her winery and everything. And they just, they, they redo the furniture that you wish you could get your hands on. And so when you go to Round Top, Warrington, that whole area, you can get your hands on those huge French pieces, French provincial pieces of furniture that we can't get down here. Wow. Oh, it was so much fun. I remember being a kid and my mom taking me to flea markets. And, and just the name alone, I'm like, why are we coming here? <laughs> yeah. Why? But I, I remember like sometimes they would have like toys or like little mm-hmm. knickknacks. And that's kind of what I was like, okay, fine. Let's go, but we got to stop here, you know. But this sounds like it's a, a flea market, but it's it's different. It offers, you know, probably some of the knickknack stuff, but really amazing stuff Everything. as well. Everything, everything from like super antique clock mantle clocks um, that you have that aren't working. You have to you know spend hundreds of dollars to get to working to the huge French Baroque styled um, beds and cribs, and it's just it's. Mm-hmm. And there was affordable stuff. There was not affordable stuff. But sometimes it's fun to look at the stuff you, you know, even if you did have the money, you shouldn't be spending on that because <laughs> yeah. that's just ridiculous. Let's yeah. get real. Is it okay to barter at those, at those Absolutely. places? Absolutely. And so when I, when we were about a week ahead of this trip, I sent out an email, um, a newsletter, 
that kind of give Etiquette. pointers. Yeah. yeah. You know, what to bring, what how to act and everything. Just reminding everybody that you can barter. Sunday is a great day to barter there because it's like, I think they take Monday off. So it's their last day of the weekend and they just want to clear some stuff through because they have trailers. and Taking it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to take it all back, but they've also got other stuff that needs to sell. And like mm. this time we only had one week left. So this is the last week of it. Or actually, what day is it? Yeah, this is the last week of it. Um, so what I was m- telling everybody, you can barter, you know, just be nice about it because that's their living. Yeah. People come into my store and they try to barter because they think I'm a garage sale. And I'm Get like, out. <laughs> what in here looks like a garage sale? But, right. you know, you, you you know, take everything with a grain of salt and just grin and bear it. <laughs> yeah. Bartering. It, it seems like it's a tricky, a tricky place and you have to know and do it in a respectful manner. Oh, yeah. And also come with a reasonable offer. Oh, yeah. Where you're not trying to like take advantage of a situation. Yeah. So I understand, especially with our larger pieces of furniture. And we offer everybody 15 percent off if you check in on Facebook. That's the biggest thing. So if you want to buy our four hundred dollar sideboard, you know, 15 percent off of that is a really good deal. And I'm always open to it. Just, you know, be be nice and be respectful. I do have people who. You know, don't think that I own the business. They think that I just work there, yeah. Um, which happens often, and I really enjoy listening to people's conversations because they'll, they'll, they, they're, they just people say things that you're like, oh, why do you say that out loud? That's not nice. You yeah, know? they're like, oh, why would why would they do that? They they just think you're an employee. It's like, well, yeah. I did this because. I'm and in charge, and I decided, you know. And I love saying, well, I'm actually the one who paints all the furniture, and that's in style. And although it's not um, my style, a lot of people do like it, you know. So mm-hmm. there's tactful ways to respond to people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you ever tried to barter, Darian, on anything? Whether that's like a Craigslist, like guitar <laughs> deal or like anything at all. Actually, going back to Danny D's, um, I don't I do not do a lot of bartering. I worked in retail for a while. I was like, I thought it was so silly. People just walking up to me with like pictures of cheaper prices elsewhere. And of course, where I worked, we did price match. So that wasn't really an issue. But yeah, but like, you know, especially in like smaller businesses, I think there's a little bit more room for that. And so like when I went in there, there was these things that I wanted to buy to put on my guitar that were cheaper online. And I was going to order them and then have them put them in anyways. And they had them there in store. I was like, hey. Could you match this price for me? Because I'm going to order them there if I can't get And there was like a $50 difference. So, you know, they, they were kind enough to work with me because it was one of those things where like they knew like I was going to pay them for it and pay for the service and then get it all done there that day. Unless, you know, if they would have said no, then I wouldn't have done that. But um, one thing I, I don't like is like anytime I try to post something for sale and offer up, just like people just lowball you. Oh, I know. People are so people are cheap sometimes. That's but me. no i won't do it i won't do like uh low ball offers but i think about it It crosses my head and it's like oh this is a thousand dollars i wonder if they'll take 800 you know what i mean like maybe But that's okay yeah i had a um personally i sold a trunk on next door a couple of days ago and i had it listed for 100 bucks and the lady said will you take 25 for it and deliver it for free I was like, um, 25 with no. the $75 delivery fee. <laughs> no, that's a 75% off discount. Sorry. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I do love is that people come to the store and they get to talking with me and they say, you know, we just moved into a house and I really want this piece. I just can't afford it. Can you do layaway or what can you do? And I love telling them, I want to help you. How about this? You, I'll give it to you for the discount that you're wanting. And then when you get it in your house, take a picture of it, post it on Strawberry Hill's Facebook page and tag us in it because that, that goes that makes up for any any little bit of discount that I can give you cuz social media goes so far with small businesses. Yeah, sharing it sharing it out to their friends yeah. and, and just getting pretty much referrals is kind yeah. of what it boils down to or 
I found that a lot of the time, you know, if, if a business has a great product, if a business is doing quality service, customer service, it's a matter of letting people know that you're there. Um, if people don't know that you're there, then they can't have this amazing product that they probably they can't get your stuff anywhere else. Right. It's they can't. And so it's a matter of, hey, we're here. We've been here for five years, which is still relatively new. What's the best way to get your name out there? Is it social media? I think social media and being present in the community, all the things that we get involved in. Um, and word of mouth. Word of mouth is the biggest. Since we had that huge um, bus trip on Sunday, this whole week has just been slammed because ladies go back and they tell their friends. They take pictures of the things that they bought. They were taking pictures and posting on Facebook while they were there. And then everybody wants to know, oh, well, who who took you on this? You know, where's that from? How do we get involved in it? And so this week has just been really swamped. I've loved it. I've loved it. So word of mouth is, is big, too. How often do you all do those trips? Um... Probably about two or three times a year. We're going to plan round top for next year, and it takes a lot of planning to go into that. Those huge buses, I had no idea so many details into renting them. Like a charter bus? Like one of the big? Yeah, big it was a big coach bus, 55 seats, everything. It was it was, yeah. it was, was fabulous. And we had a lot of ladies buy a lot of things, so it was nice. Um, in spring, we're going to go to Chapel Hill, um, the Blue Bonnet Festival. Like North Carolina Chapel Hill? No, 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 like Texas. Chapel Hill. Okay. Out near. Um, Texas is so big. I can't. <laughs> there's all. I, like, I don't know. Pa- I know. Paris, Texas. I know. Yeah, Paris, you're going to Paris. Taking a charter to Paris. Oh, Paris. Okay. <laughs> it, it'll be on our <laughs> Facebook page when we get a little bit closer to it. But we do DIY nights. Um, we try to do that about every other month where we have a specific project and we clear out the, the major displays in the store. So you're actually in the store and we have food, wine, cheese, and we teach you how to chalk paint, distress, everything. You We, we have fun. Okay, so fun. when I've been in the store, there is so much stuff in there, mm-hmm. and there's room. Like, uh, I'm going to say, like, in the back, you're like, oh, that's in the back. And it was just, like, stuff that's not even necessarily on display, but you can still see it. But, um, man, y'all y'all have a ton of stuff. And there's probably more stuff that you have somewhere else. It's I not need even a bigger store because I, I want to carry clothes. Clothes? <laughs> we need a bigger store. <laughs> you want to move into clothes? Is that something you do yourself, like design or just, like, have other, other uh, designers? Or? Other designers. I just – we, we don't have we used to have a boutique next to us that had clothes which is literally where I got my clothes from because I don't have time to shop um, so now that they're not there anymore <laughs> I need to fill that void <laughs> but I really would um, a lot of people love my style they love the style of the store and my my st- my personal style kind of reflects that so I would like to get into clothes yeah. someday. if somebody's listening on 99.5 FM and they don't have the opportunity to see you on camera what would how would you describe like your style um southern boho with a little bit of dolly parton bling mixed into it (laughs) (laughs) okay that's fair what's boho stand for like bohemian yeah okay bohemian yeah 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 i like it i like it all right cool right now it's 1035 this is khea radio.com 99.5 fm if you are watching on facebook smash the share button if you have any questions maybe you want to know more about strawberry hill upcycling unique boutique it's a mouthful. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> well, not going to lie. Well, that's not our like legal name. It's just we threw the... Unique Boutique. Because I don't remember the unique from last time. Is that new? Strawberry Hill Unique Upcycling Boutique. Unique Upcycling Boutique. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Kind of yeah. encompasses everything. Yeah. So. Fun. It'll be a, a, an awesome time tomorrow. Again, can you let me know what time does it start? What can somebody expect if they show up? Strawberry Hill Trade Days is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, lots of local vendors, handcrafters. You're a uh, mainstream direct sales, so if you're a Scentsy lover, um, you're going to be able to stock up for the fall. 
Um, we have, oh, there's a lady from my church. We just joined a church, and we have this big new community now. Her name's Melissa, and she's with the Scent Loft, and she makes um, makes candles. And she's got, I like, the most amazing flavors, and they're all mixed with things that you would never think about. So um, just all kinds of things, antiques, yeah. vintage, um, handmade crafts, and food trucks. Rolling Republic Barbecue. Rolling Republic Barbecue food trucks. Man. We also have a vendor, um, the Enchanted Ivy, and she is fabulous. She makes, you look at her jewelry and you think like you're in a fairyland. It's it's just so unique and almost borderline like steampunk a little bit because that's definitely her personal style, but then more on the, the, the fairy vintage yeah. gemstone kind. So it's just, it's so much to see. So And it is pet friendly, so you can bring your dogs and shop. That's cool. You know, my thing is soap. And whenever I came into your show, into your shop, y'all had like like soap and mm-hmm. bars of soap. We have more now. Yeah, I need. To, I'm gonna. I have to come buy some. We but have two different. Vendors. I don't know why. Like, what is what is it about? So, but I like whenever my wife like asks me what I want, I'm like, if she goes somewhere, like, hey, for it's an easy present. I'm just like, yeah, like unique bars of soap, like random mixed in soap. Who? What vendors do y'all carry? So we um, carry Greenwich Bay, which is out of North Raleigh, North Carolina. So if you're a Nicholas Sparks fan, like that's mm-hmm. where this is made. And they're a mom and pop. Actually, they started out really small, and now they're this really big company. And so we've got little bitty soaps that start at a dollar ninety-five from them, and they've got a new travel collection. So you can they've got Tokyo and London, and I love the London because it's Earl Grey scented. Um, so we've got a couple of their different lines. Mm-hmm. We have Finchberry. Now, um, we love Finchberry. I forget where they're out of, um, but we buy ours from Dallas. And if you're familiar with Finchberry, it is beautiful. You almost don't want to use it because it's just so beautiful and it smells so good. And then recently, um, we found a local vendor. He's an ex-biochemist, and he's just just fabulous with the completely 100% natural ingredients that he puts into everything. And he's called um, Fragrant Formulas. And I like to call his soaps uh, Soap with a Purpose, and they've... The coffee scrub one is so scrubbing. That's cool. And tea tree oil, charcoal, all kinds of stuff. He's got a lepo soap, which takes like six months to make or something like that. It's a long story. Darren, <laughs> do you have anything like that? Like a random, I don't know, like a go-to, like something, you, something, if you go somewhere and it's like, I just like soap. Or like, I like, I don't know, like anything that comes to mind. I do I do like soaps. But one thing I like, um, I like the feeling of washing my face. So like, I wasn't really big into like skincare, but my wife's an esthetician. And so she does, she does she does beauty and so while she was in school for it I was basically her guinea pig so literally every Wednesday I'd go in there and then any new procedure she learned I w- <laughs> I would be like the test subject pretty much and so like I pretty much just turned into like a I don't know skincare Dang, that makes sense a little bit and so like like you're saying like soaps and like all like the essential oils and stuff like she'll say something and like oh yeah i know that about this because <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny but yeah speaking to soap specifically i do like like face like you know like face washes and stuff like that yeah no that makes sense i keep trying to talk my wife into going into barber college <laughs> <laughs> i was like just be a hair like you don't have to actually do it Let's just get you in the door. You'll learn enough. You don't even need to go take the test or anything. <laughs> just cut my hair. Yeah. Cut my son's hair. And that's that's it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's really selfish of me, but <laughs> maybe she finds something that she really le- enjoys. Like, she doesn't have enough going on. <laughs> but um, that makes, man, yeah. with Maria, Perfect. dude, you, that's why you have flawless skin. I'm over here. Yeah, he does. Just right. jealous. Thank you. Thank you. And the beard. That's my funny. husband is like a big beard guy. Yeah. yeah. Big Texas beard. Yeah. 
I've seen I, well, I've seen him in pictures. I haven't had the opportunity to meet him yet. Oh, he's serious I'm excited. about his beard game. Taking care of it, right? Yeah. Do you all sell products there? No, 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 we don't. We're trying to find somebody locally that has stuff that we can buy from him because we don't get a lot of <laughs> male shoppers, but he his beard oil, he's serious about it. Yes. He let me straighten his beard the other day. Yes, so my, <laughs> my friend Chevy had a uh, line. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was our wedding photographer. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Kingston DeVille. So he developed his with Santa Fe Soap Factory. Okay. And I know that they carry theirs because Chevy's currently they out. They are going to be out. They're a vendor of ours. It, it just reminded me. They are going to be out there. So plenty of good soap. Oh, and beard stuff. I hope we bring the beard stuff. Man, I wish I had a good beard, but I grow one. And then I, as I'm getting older, <laughs> I see like these, they're all white down here, which may be cool if like it's more or grows into a weird pattern. But I get like all these white, like white hairs. <laughs> and I'm just like, my beard doesn't look good anyways. I go back and look at video and I'm just like, yeah. But maybe I don't have the right product. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe. probably what it is. My husband has a few red. He's got a lot of French in him. So he's yeah. got a few like red, red strands. See, I'll tell you this. That's how my white hair started. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is cool. It's like a brown, light, like red. And then I was, no, the color's going away. Like, what's going on? So it's fun. It's fun. All right. We got about 20 minutes left. We're going to take a break on the FM. Keep it going on, on Facebook. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Coming up next is Need to Breathe Something Beautiful. You can listen to KHEA Radio from anywhere in the world at KHEARadio.com. But about about Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Hey, I, uh, there was a couple comments. Let me see. Ashley said, I went to this event last year and loved it, especially since it's dog friendly. And I don't think she's answered yet, but I said, hey, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, she has her Ashley Dwyer. Yes. Um, she's got Nani, a rescue husky. That is just so she's beautiful. Beautiful. I, she ha- was a hard rescue. That dog is so beautiful, but she's so shy around people. So she likes to bring her to the store and to the events to kind of like get her out there. She's doing really well lately. But oh, I love her dog. Yeah, beautiful. She has her own Instagram. The dog does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our dogs do too. Southern Belle Aussies. Southern Belle Aussies. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have two Aussies. Is that Aussie a breed? Australian Shepherd. Okay. So my husband has a mini Aussie. She's about twelve pounds, and then I have a full size Aussie who's fifty five pounds. Oh, I'm gonna tell you this. Are you in the? Are you looking for other dogs? (laughs) (laughs) as soon as we get rid of as soon as we rehome the 85 pound german shepherd um husky mix that is like have you ever heard uh an anxious horse in a stall like pinned up in a stall Mm -hmm. and they just like constantly pace and they make noise that's what this dog does all day long and so i I don't know how who's gonna take him but oh man but as soon as we do yes so today it's october 4th and I'm going to stop by at some point, and I'm going to try and post something out. At Ron Carter League City, who's one of our partners here, there's a pet adoption event going on today. Oh, really? So I'm actually, after we're done, I'm going to uh, uh, Rosa Rios. It's, uh, I believe it's Honduran-Mexican fusion. Ooh. And they opened in West Texas City. Right. Well, I, I used to. I, when I grew up in this area, I thought it was like Lamarck, but it turns out it's West Texas City because it's like, oh, if you're looking this way, it's Texas City. <laughs> if you're looking that way, it's Hitchcock, and this is Lamarck. So it's right off of Texas Avenue, past Kelly's, keep going towards Highway 3. It's on the left, and they're they're opening up. Today is their grand opening. So I wanted to stop there, and then I know I want to stop at Ron Carter to go look at some pets. And I told my wife, she's like, don't bring it. You can't bring it. So, hey, my – well, I haven't – so my wife posted yesterday, and yeah. she, she's pregnant. So, <gasps> oh, so we're having a baby in March, and I 
hadn't obviously told anybody Aww. yet until y'all found out right now. But <laughs> so that's always in the play. Like you can't get a new, a new pup. dog. I know. Have a baby <laughs> um, because our daughter's two. And she's at the point where she could probably handle one. But then it's just like, oh, we wanted to have more kids. And so now that'll be it's out the window for a bit, I guess. <laughs> well, husband, if you're listening, I might come home with a dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Is there one that you're like whenever it comes to picking a dog, does the dog pick you? Oh, absolutely. It's like a mutual thing or the dog's just like take me home like straight up says it take me home i've rescued two dogs that i've kept personally uh, we i've always rescued and um both dogs just you look at them and they stare into your soul mm-hmm. like you just know and my my dog that i have now was a really really hard rescue she was severely abused whoever had her let her color grow into her and she's got weird marks all over her body so i can only imagine what they came from but the moment i saw that dog she jumped out of a old beat up silver pt cruiser and that was that's the Australian. What'd you call it? Uh, she's an Aussie, Australian Shepherd. Mm. Yeah, big fluffy furball. That's cool. Like big. I mean, she's fifty-five pounds. I always thought she was a little overweight, but we washed her the other day, and <laughs> <laughs> she's like super small underneath all that hair. Yeah. But she doesn't shed, and because she's um, had a rough life, she's so mellow. That's why she's the perfect dog to take to my store. She'll greet you and then go lay in the middle of the floor. She's just, she's chill. That's cool. Yep, and she looks like a huge version of my husband's dog, which is actually how I met him, because his dog is a mini version, same coloring, same eyes, everything as my dog. And that's how you knew. At what point did you know, like, this is my husband? Well, I fell in love with the dog first. (laughs) (laughs) Charlotte had my heart. Um, I don't know. I think we were fishing one night. That's some game. That's like free game for, like, the guys out there. Just get a dog. dog dog. Let me tell you, my (laughs) husband's game he took this beautiful, petite little dog, and he's a big Texas guy. He walks up to the uh, dog park event that I hosted, and I do this spiel, like, you know, the Dog Park Association. We were um, at a bar. It was a, a social night trying to get more millennials involved, and um, I did our spiel, and then I took off, and I sat down with, like, six of my girlfriends at a table, and this man with his little 12-pound adorable <laughs> lap dog walks up to a table full of girls and sits down and immediately starts engaging. And then he takes Charlotte <laughs> off of the leash and says, Charlotte, be a ballerina. And she stands up and twirls around. Oh, yeah. He's, and my, my, my best science. friend, because I was the only <laughs> single one, my best friend's like kicking me under the table. I'm like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. No. He's like, I just got this dog today. It's <laughs> <laughs> my friend's dog, but I need to get it. Like, please let me but have no, this dog. Seriously, I, I have thought about doing singles events out at the dog park because I have a lot of girlfriends that are single. And, yeah. you know, you have something in common. And a guy with a dog is responsible. Like, he's loving, he's compassionate, he's responsible. What about cat guys? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> no. Your brother, I your brother I would call him 100%. Because, I mean, you said y'all grew up with cats, but I remember yeah. Devin's like always, like even whenever he lived close to here, he's just mm. like, I got my cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think guys with cats are just mellow. They're like chill. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we didn't really have – it wasn't that we didn't want dogs growing up. It was that we didn't really have the time or, like, the yard, the facility for it. So we didn't want to get one and then just have them, you know, tied to a tree in the back when we're not home. And so now my mom – we kind of turned our garage into a side room at the house. Mm -hmm. And so basically that's – she has a German Shepherd mix. And so he's he's, – his name is Gunner. And so he – he just it's called Gunner's Palace. He has his own room, has has air conditioning, he gets his water and, and while my mom's at work during the day, he'll hang out in there, bark at anybody that walks by and then 
um, she'll get home, take them out and walk them. And, you know, we, we, that Saturday mornings, that's our thing. Like we'll go get breakfast. And as a family, we'll go with my mom to the, to the dog park. And like, that's when he gets his bath too. So he'll run around, get all muddy and, you know, get all stinky and then, and then bathe. Get his, Which dog park do y'all go to? Um, it's the one right off of Bay Area. I forget the name of it. In Clear Lake or Lake City? Clear Lake. Oh, okay, yeah. Clear Lake. Y'all should try the Lake City dog park. Uh, we Just will. saying. We, <laughs> will. we will. No, it's we fabulous. Will. No, really. No, it, really, we will. Where, where is it? Okay, so if you are headed towards Friendswood on Bay Area, mm-hmm. it's in Countryside Park. We took the old water treatment facility and we flipped it. Okay. And it's a small dog park side, large dog park side, and it's it's we had a lot of the community, over 40% of the park itself was funded by private or um, nonprofit in the in the community. That's very cool. Yeah, and none of it was funded by any tax dollars. Wow. All right. It came out of our park dedication fund. Wow. wow. Much to the dismay of the screamers who did not want a dog park. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's always, even when you try and do anything, it can be anything for oh, this free. this same group um, yeah. had a stink about the boundless playground in Lake City, which is the only playground in the county for um, wheelchair-bound kids. Wow. So they'll complain about anything. <laughs> hey, we had some uh, some comments from Michael. Lowe. Michael Lowe. <laughs> he came in uh, and he said, hey, if a guy needs a wingman, let me know. They can babysit Charlotte for the night. Oh, yes. Just take out Charlotte. Be a ballerina. <laughs> Our dog is out for loan. <laughs> it's one for one, 100% uh, track record. So if you need to make it two for two, you're trying to find the one. <laughs> hey, Charlotte can pick them, right? <laughs> Worked out perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Let's see. We got uh, we'll probably go on here in a bit, and then we'll be able to talk it out because we have about like seven or eight minutes left. So I'll I'll let this song play for a couple minutes, so that way I don't interrupt it. It's some Carrie Job. I either need like less of Carrie Job or more Who's of Carrie, Carrie Job. She is a she's not she's from Texas. She's an artist, and she's great. But I need to check out some more of her like recent more recent music. She married another another musician, and uh, I can't remember his name. That's typically how it goes for yeah for church musicians. Yeah, she's a she's, I mean she's pretty she's a, a pretty big name. She's a good singer too. Yeah, she's yeah. a good singer. Crazy, great crazy live. Singer. I can't remember who she married. <laughs> Jennifer, if you're watching, tell me who did Carrie Joe married? Fact oh, check. he pulled it up on Google. Cody Carnes. Cody Carnes. That's right. All right, so here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now it is 10:51. It is Friday. TGIF. You know, I met okay, I got I got Melissa here from Strawberry Hill Upcycling in League City. They have an event tomorrow. We're going to touch on it. But first, being it that it's Friday and I am thankful. Do you remember in the 90s growing up and watching TGIF like on TV? Like yes. that was the thing to do. Yes. I miss that. A boy meets world. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, family matters. Sabrina. I, I would look over there. Darian's a little a little yo- younger than uh, yes. me. So you don't yeah. really remember Wait, that. Wait, how huh? old are you? 22. 97. Oh. So, oh. so oh. I, I, I probably caught, I caught reruns. Oh. <laughs> My husband always likes to say we're married in, or we were born in two different decades because he's younger than me. How old is he? He's 28. Okay. How old are you? 30. 30? Okay. I just turned 30. You know, <laughs> I'm 33. So yeah. I'm over here. Ethan's 17 years old, oh. so he's over here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you look a lot older than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's very mature for his for his age, okay. I guess. Ethan's he's a huge help. Um, you know, there's an event going on. We have enough time to kind of remind everybody, and then how they can find you on social media, and then maybe shout out the dog park. Anything else you would like? <laughs> uh, Strawberry Hill Upcycling Boutique, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. We do it all. Um, you can shop online through our Facebook page. Um, you can stop by the store, 240 Park Avenue in Lake City. We're the second set of antique little shops down there. And um, this this Saturday, tomorrow, we have Strawberry Hill Trade Days. It's a um, vintage market and um, emporium. We've got some great vendors, all local. So make sure that you come out from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Bring your dog, shop with your dog, shop with your kids. We've got food trucks, a lot of um, really well-known food trucks in the area. Rolling Republic Barbecue, big favorite of ours. Um, and she's got some new fall stuff on the menu, and we're trying to convince her to make sure it's – so, Wendy, if you're listening, bring your fall stuff. Mm. I heard pumpkin something the All other right. day on Facebook, so let's let's bring it. But it's just – it's a fun day um, of socializing and eating and shopping, supporting local – um, getting all your Christmas gifts early so you don't have to worry about it. Check it off. We've got a wreath maker. She's got some great wreaths. Yeah. I didn't know wreaths were oh, it's a thing. necessary year-round uh-huh. until I got married. Uh-huh. And now I realize that it's like, okay, well, here's the fall, the Christmas, the spring. I'm like, okay, that it, it stops. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it keeps I going. I have one in September for Cherokee Heritage because I'm Cherokee. Like, my mom is, like, full-blown wreath frenzy. Yeah. It's- fabulous there's consistently a wreath on <laughs> our front door and it just it changes like consider it like a safety thing because you they, people can't see in but you know where you can look to see through the wreath around the wreath and the bigger the better it's kind of like a yeah. mom yeah, yeah. being <laughs> oh, being mom. from texas i've seen a lot of mom memes where other people don't understand but it's it's like a little bit out of control but it i can is. see the wreaths getting bigger it is. <laughs> i was homeschooled so i didn't do that but i saw it ethan's homeschool too oh that's, yay that's why, that's why he's homeschool here. buddies Hey, someone said pumpkin ice cream. That might be a good option. I've never had that. Yeah, someone in the office, Crystal, actually, yesterday she brought me some pumpkin M and M's. They were my not, they were not mini- good. My my music minister slash youth minister. Her, yeah. His wife is just like so pumpkin crazy. Everything wow. pumpkin. Pumpkin memes all over Facebook all day long. And all the the new pumpkin flavors and colors and it's all coming out. Now's the time. It's your time to shine if you're a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> No joke. And that's like a color for orange. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not orange. That's pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> it's pumpkin spice, right? Hey, uh, a couple things I wanted to touch on. Are there going to be any dog vendors? It's a dog-friendly event. Do we have any specific dog vendors? Um, You know, I don't actually know. But uh, um, November 9th, the Lake City Dog Park Association has their holiday market. And so that is also dog-friendly, and we have some dog vendors there as well. Awesome. I, I don't know off the top of my head. We have okay. a, We have – about 50 vendors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot to that's keep awesome. up with. And my sure. mom's the one who keeps the master list. So unless they shout out on Facebook, I'm n- I don't know about them exactly. Okay. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up was how important is Pinterest and what you do? Pinterest really, as far as like a sales side, is not important. As far as giving me new ideas and taking up a lot of my time, it's, it's <laughs> super, super important. Oh, and I just got married, so I spent a ton of time the on wedding. Pinterest oh, yeah. like trying to put my whole life together and now it's you know other focused in my marriage but um as far as the business goes i spend so much time on pinterest plus a lot of the custom painting pieces that i do or going into women's houses and trying to rearrange things pinterest gives us a lot of inspiration so if they have like five or six photos and they want a little bit from each photo 
it gives me some kind of reference. So we love pinches. Okay, I just got a, a text from my mother-in-law, and she wants to know if there's another vendor event after Saturday. Um, she can join. Um, if she'll go to Strawberry Hill and message us with her email address, we'll add her onto the master list. So my mom handles the vendors for Holiday in the Park by Lake City Proud, which is our big um, parade and festival here, mm -hmm. and that's always the first weekend in December. Um, and then also sometimes when the city does stuff, she's the vendor coordinator for it. We also have the Holiday Market um, November 9th for the Dog Park Association. So if there's a big vendor event going on, um, you need to email Strawberry Hill or Facebook us or text me. Um, that way we can get you added to our master list. Awesome. Cool. Um, so make sure you do that. And then you can be in the know and you yeah. can go out there. And, and it's a, I feel like it's a good networking it is. Um, opportunity and obviously move your product. Let people know. Like it is, it's all about brand awareness, letting people know that you're there. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, if you have a neighbor over here that is advertising, it's, a, it's like a big cross promotion. I love it. And I, I had um, not been exposed to these kinds of events till I guess like last year. Really? Yeah. I never really, other than like the flea market as a kid. And I'm like, mom, I don't know. But <laughs> flea it's markets like different. Are different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. This is going to be a great time as well. So I'm going to make sure that I try and get out there. Rolling Republic alone. You've said you can stop right there. Oh, I I'll know. I'll make sure I'm there. I know. They're fabulous. And I think they have like a dessert trailer, like a new dessert trailer that they're doing. Mm -hmm. I haven't, haven't gone by yet. Yeah. There's like a second truck, but I'm not sure which one. Anyway, we're going to sew up the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Melissa. Thank you. Darren, Enjoyed you're it. awesome. Thank you. Lifesaver. <laughs> you guys are great. So uh, we have that event. It's on our community calendar. We have shared it out as well. Strawberry Hill is having their trade days event tomorrow. Make sure that you attend. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Be blessed. Bye, Facebook. Have a good one.